Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Whether you're new to this podcast or my YouTube channel, I want everyone to know how much I appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in to hear what I have to say. I feel very grateful and very appreciative to all my viewers out there. I feel very humbled. Some of you have asked if there is a way to support my podcast. And if you would like to help, I have posted a link to my Cash App in my episode descriptions for my podcast and on my YouTube page. Times are tough, so if you want to support the podcast in other ways, a great way is just to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my content, and comment when you have thoughts you want to share. I want to thank all of you for being here. Today, I'll be giving my commentary on Sister Wives, Season 17, Episode 13, Corona Apocalypse. Every time I think Cody can't outdo the last worst thing he did, he never fails to surprise me. After he failed to attend Isabel's surgery, I wondered, can this man go any lower? Is there anything worse than that or as low as that that Cody could do? And unfortunately, the answer is yes. What we witnessed this episode was right up there with Cody's failure to attend Isabel's surgery. We saw Isabel break down in tears, wondering why she doesn't matter enough to her dad for him to be there. And we saw her suffering again, reliving that same pain a second time when her dad was willing to break his COVID protocols to officiate Brian's wedding, but not for Isabel, not for his daughter, not for her surgery, and not for her move to North Carolina. In fact, as Isabel was crying on the confessional couch, hurt by her father's selfishness and callousness, wondering why she wasn't a priority to him or why she didn't matter enough, Cody couldn't give two fucks. His conscience didn't kick into high gear. His heart didn't break into bits and pieces at reopening the wound for Isabel and causing her more emotional suffering. Cody seemed to feel no shame or guilt for breaking his daughter's heart a second time. Cody enjoyed the wedding. He loved being the focal point, guzzling up the limelight like it was water in the arid desert and he had been wandering for miles. Cody was vibrant at that wedding, charismatic. He was showboating, dancing like a spastic monkey afflicted with rabies, jerking around, living it up as his daughter's heart ached. Cody was selfish, prioritizing himself. He was really enjoying the wedding. He was really soaking it in. It never crossed his mind how Isabel might be feeling. He gave her tears no regard. His daughter's pain, her tears, weren't going to affect his ability to have a good time or feed his ego. Of course, Isabel isn't the only one of Cody's kids Cody hurts with his neglectful behavior and with his selfishness. In the past, we have heard Gabe wondering why his dad can't love him, why his dad doesn't try with him. When Gabe desperately wanted a relationship with his dad, he misses his dad, the man he used to know. He wondered, was he unlovable? Is it something wrong in him that his dad can't be there and love him and invest? And this episode, we saw Gabe suffering emotionally, sobbing and heartbroken, just utterly devastated because of the selfishness and the imbecility and the obtuseness of his father. 
the man who helped to create his life, who forgot his birthday. He forgot Gabe's birthday. A father forgetting the day his child came into the world. The person who should be that father's highest priority, his child, Gabe, Cody forgot so easily. He didn't even own up to it. When he mentioned speaking to Gabe on the phone, he didn't mention forgetting Gabe's birthday. Gabe had to tell us the truth. Cody refers to himself as the protector of his children. It seems to me he does more hurting than protecting. He does more harm than good. And his protection is only for certain kids in the family and not others. This situation with Gabe was devastating. It was heartbreaking for Gabe. And it was tough to watch. It got to me. Cody called Gabe on his birthday, but not to acknowledge his birthday. That skipped Cody's mind completely. Cody called to complain about his COVID symptoms and to play victim and to get pity. Gabe didn't tell his dad what day it was when they spoke. Gabe was waiting to see if his dad would remember his birthday on his own. And Cody didn't remember. It totally skipped Cody's mind. The whole phone call, Cody bitched about his COVID symptoms and how he felt. He selfishly wanted sympathy from Gabe. He wanted attention. He wanted pity. And the whole call, he never remembered that it was his son's birthday. This is an example of why it is so difficult to respect this man. He called to get attention and sympathy from Gabe. It was all about Cody. It was all about him. So much so that Gabe's birth on this day was not even a thought in his head. Do you know what message that might send to Gabe? Maybe I don't matter. I don't matter as much as Robin's kids because dad remembers their birthdays. I have no value to dad. I'm not important to dad. Dad doesn't love me. Dad isn't invested in me. Is something wrong with me that dad can't love me? Gabe was expecting his dad was calling for his birthday. It's natural. It's an appropriate expectation. It's a given. It is probably so devastating for Gabe when he discovers that not only was the call all about Cody, but Cody was calling to get pity. Cody was calling to get attention. It was not a phone call about his birthday. The call was all about Cody. Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody getting his needs met while being incapable to meet the needs of his child by recognizing the day he was born. For Cody, he got his needs met during that call. Everyone was sick and down for the count at Robin's house. Too sick to pay Cody the constant attention and ego stroking he requires every day. And Cody wanted sympathy. He wanted attention. He wanted pity. So he called Gabe expecting to be babied, wanting sympathy, wanting coddling, knowing Gabe would pick up the phone, knowing Gabe would want to hear from his dad, only for Gabe to be left devastated once again. This was not about Gabe. This was about Cody. It was Gabe's birthday, and Cody got what he needed from Gabe without giving Gabe anything he deserved and meeting his needs. Recognizing your child's birthday is a given as a father and as a parent. It's human decency to wish anyone you know or are relatively close to happy birthday on their birthday. And it's a given to wish your family, your kids, your siblings, your parents happy birthday. 
unless it's a situation where you cut contact or you are estranged. It's typically a given for a parent to recognize a child's birthday, just like it's typically a given for a parent to attend a child's major surgery. It would be unheard of for most fathers to not do those things, like attend their child's major surgery or recognize and remember their child's birthday. These are basics as a parent, as a father. They aren't even extras. Cody doesn't seem to feel, as a father, that he is required to fulfill the givens or to do the basics that most fathers around the world would do. Since Cody regularly skips them with zero shame or accountability with certain kids, the non-royals of the family. It doesn't weigh on Cody that he is incapable of doing what most normal, decent fathers do. The emotional anguish Cody causes his kids doesn't tug on his conscience when he refuses to fulfill the obvious givens that most children get from their fathers around the world. Cody just forgot. Cody being sick, Cody's pathetic self-pity, Cody's need for attention took precedence over the day his kid came into this world. Cody only thought of himself and his illness when he called Gabe. He did not even wake up, see his phone, see the date, and remember, today is the day Gabe, my son, was born. Today is the day Gabe came into this world. He didn't plan anything, obviously, for Gabe's birthday, or Cody would know what day it was, sick or not. That means Cody didn't even get Gabe a birthday gift. It was just nothing. Would Robin accept for Cody to miss one of her kids' birthdays? It didn't register for Cody. Wow, October's coming up. Let me get a gift. Let me invite Gabe out. Let's go camping. Let's go do something. There was nothing, no initiative from Cody. That's the amount of value Cody places on Gabe. That's the amount of value Cody places on his other kids. The kids other than the royal kids, that is. And it hurts his other kids. It damages them. It causes them suffering. And it's not okay. And it's not acceptable. And COVID is not an excuse. And COVID protocols are not an excuse. Later, Cody called Gabe when he found out that it was Gabe's birthday to make up for it. And Gabe said that's the last time he talked to his dad. It sounds like Gabe went no contact. And he should because with people with Cody's personality traits... All Gabe will ever get is a one-sided relationship with no reciprocation with conditional love. He will always be left feeling disappointed and hurt and unseen by his father. He will always fail to get his wants and needs met. He will never get from his father, the man who helped create his life, what he deserves. And the hurt and suffering when having any type of a relationship with a narcissistic person or a selfish asshole will just continue throughout the relationship. People who operate off of ego and selfishness, who prioritize themselves and their wants, needs, and emotions at all costs above everyone else's, don't have the capacity for unconditional love. Everything will always be about them all the time, one-sided, even with their kids. And narcissistic parents will often pick a favorite child, and usually they enable that favorite child to be like they are. And that child gets more favor and more attention and more investment, just like Cody does with Robin's children. For example, narcissistic parents may often also pick a child as the family scapegoat, the problem child, and then they will have the favorite. And they will do things like enable one sibling, the favorite sibling, against the others, 
They might protect the favorite sibling over the others when the favorite sibling mistreats the other siblings. And they will never take accountability and they will expect things of you that they do not give you themselves. Kind of like how Cody complains about his wives not being loyal and respectful when he is not respectful or loyal to them, for example. Any truth you tell, they will invalidate. They will dismiss it. Even if it's something egregious, they will gaslight. They will deny it. They will say, it's in the past. Leave it there without taking a shred of accountability for the mistakes they made or the lifelong damage they have done. So if Cody's kids go no contact, it's really in their best interest until Cody gets help to be able to improve or to be able to be more honest and selfless and accountable. And even then, I'd be very wary. We learn that Cody expects Gabe and Garrison to go to him and apologize to him. Cody tells Janelle that. This episode, Cody is telling Janelle, bend the knee, obey me, be loyal, a.k.a. in Cody speak, be compliant, obey me, and I will be more invested. He's saying, I'll punish you and your kids for disobedience and inconvenience and criticism with neglect. If you want me to be present and invested at all as a father and as a husband, my investment, my presence, it's not a given. It's conditional. I will not own my choice to be a plural father and husband and act as such. I will not be responsible. I will not be accountable. He is saying, I will not show up. I will not be present unless it's a reward for obedience, convenience, and what I deem good behavior. And that is, if you have pleased me sufficiently, and my ass is kissed sufficiently, and my ego is fed sufficiently, otherwise I will punish you with neglect and absence because I do not have the human decency to be a father and a husband full time, and I don't have the decency to own the choice I made to have a plural family. Cody is saying, I resent my choice to have a plural family. I resent the consequences of the choice I made to have a plural family. He's saying, I feel chained to having a plural family. I feel chained to the obligations and expectations that come with being the husband and father in many households. Cody doesn't want to do it anymore. So he's communicating that unless Janelle changes and her kids change and unless Janelle makes it easy for him and unless his kids grovel and kiss his ass, unless Janelle is obedient and unquestioningly adoring and submissive, unless Janelle bends to kiss Robin's ring and kiss Cody's ass, Cody is going to ignore his duty and continue to be a shit father and husband. Cody will not take responsibility. He's saying, I will not take accountability. I will not own my choices because I don't want to. I don't care who it affects. I don't care who it hurts. I don't care that it's my responsibility or that this is what I signed up for with each of these women when I agreed to marry them. And guess what? He's also saying, I'll blame you for my absence. I'll blame you for my neglect. I will blame you for not showing up if you don't obey me. Cody is telling Janelle, Act like Robin, be 100% loyal like Robin, which basically means be 100% submissive, be 100% obedient. Cody is telling Janelle, act like Robin, kiss the ring, have your kids kiss the ring, or I will be absent because I don't want to be there. This is all manipulation and abuse to alienate Janelle and the kids further so that Cody creates a scenario where he doesn't have to show up and he feels justified in it somehow. Cody admits this episode when Janelle asks him, do you want the plural family still? Cody responds, no, 
I question it all the time. It's no surprise. Cody said his family were an obstacle to his goals in life. I always ask if his family, who are supposed to be his entire purpose in life and the entire goal of his life, are an obstacle to his goal in life, if that's how Cody perceives his family as an obstacle to his goal in life, when they should be the entire goal and Cody's whole purpose in life, what are Cody's goals in life and what is his intention if his goals aren't his family, if his family are an obstacle to his goals? I suspected, just like everyone else, that his goal is monogamy. Here he admits to Janelle, no, I don't want the plural family. I question it all the time. Cody wants monogamy. He can't help wanting it. And if he was open and honest with all of his wives and kids, and if he was a happier person, freed from pretending, free from having to turn in his math homework, free from forcing everyone to fit, to conform to his way so he can stomach his choice more easily. If Cody admits the truth to himself and his family, it would do far less damage to his family than what he is doing now in attempting to control them and neglect them. For Cody, the only way he can survive in polygamy, the only way he can keep pretending is by controlling everything and everyone, by making it a patriarchy, by forcing everyone to bend the knee and obey and be convenient for him so that he can make his choice that he regrets easier on him because Cody doesn't want to do this anymore and he wants to make it easier on himself regardless of how it hurts other people. His convenience comes first. He comes first and he always will. Cody doesn't want polygamy or a plural family and he feels he can't admit that even though by telling his family the truth, He would be happier and he would be better and kinder and gentler and he might even be more invested with his kids. And he might even be more amicable and have more amicable relationships with his wives and ex-wives. He might have more appreciation and gratitude for his wives and he might have more appreciation and gratitude for his kids. It would cause far less hurt, suffering and damage for his wives and kids as well. Cody might be less resentful and less angry. Maybe he would be able to be happier too. And then he would be able to invest more in a more functional way that would hurt his kids a little less and do less damage than Cody lying to himself and lying to everybody else, trying to force people to fit in his box and control everyone just to make it easier on him, just to make it more palatable for him to live with this decision he regrets to have a plural family. It's fucked up and it's selfish of Cody to impose his will on others just to make it easier on himself because Cody prioritizes his ego and his convenience over everyone else's feelings and autonomy. He puts himself first as always. He doesn't want to be inconvenienced. He doesn't care how controlling everyone would affect them. He doesn't care how his wives or kids would feel being controlled. Maybe they would feel like less than. Maybe they would feel demeaned by Cody. Cody only cares that it's easier on him and that he doesn't have to fully suffer the consequences of his decision to be a plural father and husband and that he doesn't have to fulfill all of those expectations and responsibilities he feels chained to. Cody wants to have his cake and eat it too. Cody says he isn't a coward. I disagree. Controlling his family, demeaning them, 
disrespecting them, being a toxic, condescending, disrespectful shit to everyone because he resents them, because he resents the consequences of his choice to live plural marriage, because he resents his responsibilities, because he resents his obligations, and he wants to make it easier on himself and more convenient for him. That is what a coward would do. A person with a backbone would get his family together, tell the truth, get help, and slowly try to mend things with his kids. Cody's selfishness, his prioritization of convenience, his wanting to have his cake and eat it too, supersedes him hurting, damaging, and causing suffering for all of his other wives and kids. That's how selfish Cody is. It's okay to Cody because Cody wants to have the plural family, but he wants to make it easy on himself. He wants completely submissive wives and kids who comply without a word as he lives monogamy with Robin so he can keep the plural family and say, he didn't quit. He didn't bail. They all left him as he pushes them out intentionally and as he virtually abandons his other wives and kids other than the royal family, of course. Cody claims he didn't quit. He's not a coward. Only a coward would lie to himself and lie to his family. Only a coward would insist on living as a monogamous man with a plural family he controls just to keep his personal inconvenience at bay. Cody wants to mitigate the unmet expectations and needs of the rest of his family by imposing control on everyone and imposing hoops to jump through, conditions he can use to deflect and blame his other wives and kids for why he is absent. That's emotional abuse. That's manipulation. That's toxicity for his family and it's cruel and it's incredibly unfair and it hurts them and it causes them emotional suffering. Cody is a coward. A person with a spine would admit the truth first to himself, then to his family. He would end it with respect and dignity in consideration of ending everyone's emotional pain and suffering that he is causing. He would get help. He would get happy. And then after getting well, he would attempt to have good, healthier relationships with everyone after making amends for the damage he caused. But now it's getting to a point where the bridges are burned to ash for some of the people in his family. Cody telling his family the truth and living monogamously after freeing them from his toxicity is better than Cody treating them like this and living monogamously anyways. Have the balls to break up. Have the balls to address it instead of pushing everyone out and neglecting them. It does less damage and it causes less hurt for Cody's family for him to tell the truth and live in a way that would make him happy rather than for him to live filled with resentment, miserable, treating everyone like shit, hurting them, damaging them, neglecting them, abusing them, and manipulating them. This is more convenient for Cody, though, than telling the truth. It's of no consequence to Cody. It's no matter to him that he's taking the easy way out and that it hurts his family more. I think Cody tries to control everything and everyone around him, partially because he knows he regrets his choice. He doesn't want to live plural marriage. He doesn't want to fulfill his obligations anymore. He isn't in it from the heart. He isn't invested. He's resentful. Plus, he has his enablers riling him up 24-7 with the us versus them bullshit narrative that Robin and her kids aren't accepted by the rest of the family. Cody wants to control everything and everyone because he wants to make this easy on him. He wants to make this convenient on him. 
He seems to think that if his wives just blindly obey him and comply, that's the only way he can handle to go on like this as a plural husband. For Cody, it's managing the situation, making his obligations that he resents more palatable and more convenient for him. It makes things easier on him, for him, because Cody is selfish. He only cares about himself. He doesn't care for or consider the feelings of his kids or of Janelle or of Mary or of Christine, who is thankfully free now. I want to talk now about Robin's victim mentality and this us versus them bullshit narrative she perpetuates. Robin isn't a victim. She isn't an outcast rejected by the family. She came into this family to secure herself and her kids. She used the sister wives financially and she perpetuates this notion to Cody that she is rejected and bullied by the people in his family just because people don't like her and they don't show her extra deference that she feels entitled to somehow. Everyone prioritized the family before Robin came in. She came in prioritizing herself and her kids and Cody naturally, like a leech wanting to secure her life and stability off of the work of Janelle, Christine, and Mary sucking them dry. Robin sits on her ass in that hellhole she lives in paid for by her sister wives. When Robin came in, she prioritized her interests and she prioritized Cody. And Robin understood exactly how to manipulate Cody and how to manage him to her advantage. And she perpetuates this false narrative that she is not accepted by the family, knowing Cody will defend her and resent the rest of the family for this erroneously perceived wrong to her and her kids. I want to point out that Robin is accepted. Her kids are accepted. Are they the family favorites? No way. Are they going to get their asses kissed and are they going to get extra deference from the larger family? No way. But they are accepted. Yet for some reason, that isn't good enough. They feel entitled to more. They want the caviar and the champagne dreams treatment. Mary might do it. Janelle and her kids don't have the time. Robin's kids were included a lot. Christine included Robin's older girls in her family tradition of the older girls cooking breakfast for everyone in the family for St. Lucia's Day. Christine included Robin's older daughters again in performing the song at Isabel's party. Christine, by the way, has never called Robin's kids stupid for choosing to go back to school in person. Even when Brianna brought COVID back from school, Christine didn't say a word. Yet Robin called Isabel stupid for choosing to attend in-person class, though. Robin always goes out of her way to disparage everyone in the family. Isabel was stupid for going back to school. I couldn't believe it when she said that. She complains a lot about Gabe and Garrison. She threw Janelle's kids under the bus the last tell-all. For some odd reason, she tried to make a big deal about Gabe being social or having a girlfriend specifically when she was explaining to her kids in her delusion that the family rejected them on a personal level because they didn't go to her Thanksgiving. The way she regularly singles Gabe out more than once, it seems like she feels very threatened by Gabe because Gabe just might tell it like it is. She has called Christine a liar twice. In her own home, she disrespected her. She has zero respect and zero boundaries. She isn't a rejected victim. She runs her mouth. She is incredibly disrespectful and entitled. And then she wonders why people don't like her. Why don't they want to be my friend? And why no one wants to call her back. 
If any of the other Browns said one of her kids was stupid, Cody would probably never shut up about how his family is bullying them. We never hear one word from Janelle, Christine, or the kids about the shit Robin says about them. If anyone in the situation is the bully, it's Robin. And I can't even believe the rude shit that comes out of her mouth about Cody's family, the other wives and kids. So this bullshit about her being a rejected victim who is all about the family isn't valid. Everyone is accepted by the larger family. Robin feels entitled to more. And Robin is also the one constantly making disparaging, disrespectful comments about them, being condescending to everyone. And then she is the one pointing the finger, crying the loudest, saying, no one accepts me. No one accepts me. No one accepts me. I'm the brown family scapegoat. Not only is she accepted despite her constant disrespect to everyone else, but she also feels entitled to more deference. She twists shit. She runs her mouth, usually despairing Christine or one of Cody's other kids. And then again, she will cry wolf about being rejected. Would Robin herself be friends with a woman who called her kids stupid? Would Robin be friends with a woman who calls her a liar and invalidates her in her own home? I don't think so. So she can't expect any more from anyone. She is already getting way more acceptance than she should from the family, considering all the disrespect, favoritism, and financial disparity between Robin and the rest of the family and the rest of the households. Now we have Cody saying to Janelle, if you want even one crumb from me, bend the knee, be 100% loyal, be 100% obedient, comply, be easy, get the kids to kiss my ass and walk on eggshells and show me they will submit to me. Everyone accept the damage I inflict, accept it willingly, coddle me, walk on eggshells for me so I can feel adored and so I can feel important. And by the way, it's important to never criticize me, to keep sweet, to get all the kids to comply, or I'm not playing ball with you and you better kiss Robin's ass and the kids better kiss Robin's ass too. Cody is telling Janelle, be like Robin or I'm not doing anything to make this marriage work. You change, you get the kids to change, or there is nothing more I'm willing to do. See, what is going on at Robin's house is not genuine, unconditional love, and it's not healthy and functional. Even though Cody invests more at Robin's house, it's all conditional. It's all based on the fact that everyone in that house has to cater to Cody. They have to adore Cody. They have to walk on eggshells and show him deference. They have to keep sweet and comply for Cody to act like he is invested. That teaches Robin's kids the wrong things and they will probably need tons of therapy as adults. And it enables Cody and feeds the monster. See, right now Robin has little kids. She wants to raise those kids in a stable household. When they get older and she gets tired of doing this dance, she won't hesitate to leave Cody and take half of everything as legal wife. And Cody will be left alone crying, woe is me, playing victim, pinning it all on all women being evil, just like he said last episode. That's how I see this ending in a decade or two. Cody wants Janelle gone unless she agrees to being controlled. Janelle should get a lawyer, collect her receipts, get her money back and move on. Cody has no interest in relationships with his other kids. If he was interested in relationships with his other kids, he would make an effort. 
And Robin should be ashamed of manipulating the situation more by adding fuel to the fire of Cody's resentment towards his other kids and wives. Cody knows it's not that his wives and kids are jealous of Robin. They're angry because as he favors Robin and her kids, he neglects them. Janelle and Christine and Mary sacrifice for Cody and they prioritize the larger family and they sacrifice for the larger family for decades. The kids know Robin is a user. She's a manipulator. She's a moocher living off of their mom's sacrifice, living off of their mom's hard work as their moms struggle for their fair share. And Robin lives large in a mansion their moms paid for as Cody neglects them and he condescends and he demeans them, treating everyone as less than. The other kids aren't jealous of Robin's kids. Robin's kids seem to have more issues than the New York Times. Why would Cody's other kids be jealous of people who will allow someone to control them, who would walk on eggshells just to get conditional love? It's not even a real healthy, functional relationship at Robin's house. It's all conditional. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cody's other kids aren't jealous. They are angry and they have the balls to say, we won't stand for this. We won't accept this toxic behavior. We won't be controlled. We won't stroke your ego. We won't bend the knee. We will not walk on eggshells to get less than we deserve and less than we need from our dad. And they don't appreciate their moms getting less than they deserve either. Robin's kids are nothing to be jealous of. Cody's other kids are mad at their dad. They are taking a stand against his abuse and manipulation and unfair and equal treatment of everyone in the family. Jealous is the last thing they are. The fact that Cody said his kids were jealous of the attention he gives Robin and her kids just shows how out of touch with reality Cody is. If those kids of Robin's stop treating Cody with compliance, if they stop being convenient and easy to deal with, Cody will neglect them just like the other kids. Cody's other kids are angry because of Cody's disrespect to them and their moms. They are angry because of the manipulation and the emotional and verbal abuse. They're angry because of the neglect. They don't want to deal with their dad's instability and mental state. They don't want to deal with him. When Cody calls his other wives and kids obstacles to his goals in life, that tells them all they need to know about how little they matter, about how little Cody values them. They have Cody's number and Cody is becoming increasingly unhinged. They have Robin's number too. They see how Robin influences Cody and he is constantly at her home. He lives there monogamously in her environment where she perpetuates this bullshit us versus them mentality to keep the division going. They see that Robin manipulates Cody and that she enables him. Robin should be ashamed of what she enables and perpetuates as well. Cody is the problem. Gabe and Garrison don't need to apologize to Cody. Cody owes them an apology and Robin too. 
for all the nasty shit she has said about them to try and serve her victim narrative that she is unaccepted by the family of bullies. It seems that Cody's presence and investment is conditional on Janelle and the kids showing deference to Robin and kissing her ass. They don't need their dad or Robin in their lives because it's not unconditional love. It's not an authentic relationship. Everything is conditional. It's if you do this, I'll show up. But even if they all kiss Robin's ass and they kiss Cody's ass, Cody isn't showing up for the right reasons. It's not genuine from his heart because he cares. Cody isn't showing up because he cares, because he loves Janelle and the kids unconditionally. Cody is showing up because since they did what he wanted to please the royal wife, he will reward them with crumbs for good behavior. Cody doesn't care. He doesn't want to be present and invested from his heart. If he did, he would be there. Janelle and her kids are too good for this. They deserve better. Cody will never give them what they deserve and want and need from the heart unconditionally. He doesn't even do that at Robin's house. Even at Robin's house, it's all conditional because they fluff his ego, they show Cody deference, they walk on eggshells, they bend the knee, they're convenient. If those conditions change, so will the love and investment from Cody. Watch, when Saul and Ari are teens and Robin sucked up all she could and she grows tired of cooking ego feasts on the daily and Robin becomes less convenient for Cody, Cody will realize he has been manipulated by Robin he will realize that Robin was catering to him to manage him and he will pull the same shit from the same toxic playbook as he used to alienate Christine, Mary, and now Janelle. And Robin will bounce, especially if Cody's behavior affects her kids. And she will bounce with a million plus of money she didn't break her back for. She doesn't care that it's Janelle, Christine, and Mary who made that money. She is legal wife. Her kids will be set for life. And Kotex will be left alone, praying his celebrity status will get him a Depends commercial or a Dulcolex commercial, or that maybe he can be the official sponsor for Top Ramen. But by then, there won't be any strands left. Janelle needs to get a lawyer and get her receipts and free herself, because Cody will never give her one cent of what he owes her, and he won't lose a wink of sleep over milking her for all she is worth and leaving her with nothing. This man is scum and Robin is a witch. And I can't wait for the day the show removes the toxicity of Cody and Robin and a spinoff comes out that just features the ex-sister wives and their kids. Janelle and Christine deserve every success and viewers would love to see the fulfilling, happy lives they create free of the chains of the toxic people sucking them dry financially and otherwise. Gabe and Garrison shouldn't apologize to Cody. They should avoid contact until he gets help, and they should stand firm in setting boundaries with their dad. With people with Cody's personality type and mindset, the best thing to do is to cut contact completely. Even if they are your parents, cousins, uncles, brothers, husbands, wives, they will not change. They will not suddenly have the capacity for unconditional love. They will not be able to change their way of thinking or their mentality or their behavior patterns. And even if they do temporarily, they will just improve for a little while to suck you back in. Gabe and Garrison do not owe anyone an apology. And the person who needs to be apologizing on his knees here is Cody. He should be apologizing to them. Robin should be apologizing to the family too. 
They should both be ashamed. And if they think they can play this like they are the victims of the family at their age, it just makes them look immature and pathetic and like the delusional manipulators they are. And it indicates that they are both playing with a few cards short of a deck. I hope Gabe and Garrison understand there is nothing wrong with them. They are not the issue. I think it's awesome that they will stand up for the truth and what is right in their mom's even at the expense of a relationship with their dad. I'm sure it's hard and it's sad and it hurts, but even if they bent the knee and kissed Cody's ass and Robin's too, Cody would only give them crumbs. They will never get what they want, need, and deserve from their father, unless maybe he seeks help, and I still don't think he will ever be capable to give that, and it has nothing to do with them or their behavior or anything to do with them or their choices. This is an issue with their dad and nothing they do, whether they bend the knee or not, will create a genuine, stable, unconditional, loving, invested relationship with their father, with him present. Everything with their dad will always be conditional and one-sided. There will always be hoops to jump through and he will never give them what they need and deserve. It isn't their fault that their dad has issues that make it so he is only capable to prioritize himself and his emotions and his wants and needs over everyone else's. No amount of bowing and bending the knee or adulation will ever be enough. Nothing will ever be reciprocated with unconditional love or investment from Cody. It will always be temporary as a reward for their compliance and good behavior. They will never be able to be real with him. They will never be able to be authentic with him and open their hearts and have genuine, authentic conversations because Cody can't even be real with himself. I hope all the wives and kids get that this isn't on them. They aren't unlovable and nothing they have done or said has resulted in Cody neglecting them. It's not on them. It's not on their behavior and their choices, even if Cody says it is. Always remember, this is on Cody. It doesn't matter what choices they make. None of those choices affect Cody's ability to make the choice to be present. Cody chooses not to be there. That's his choice. And he can't then turn around and deflect and blame his absence on their choices. He can't blame their choices for why he isn't around. It's his choice to not be there. And it's ridiculous that Cody finds it acceptable to justify his absence by blaming everyone but himself as to why he can't be there. It's very childish and very immature. It's not Gabe or Garrison or any of the other kids' faults that their dad doesn't see what a blessing they all are and what a blessing Janelle and Christine have been to the family. When you have parents who have narcissistic traits, sometimes you can feel like there is something wrong with you or it can fuck with your self-worth. There is nothing wrong with you. And it can feel like that person, that parent, is not their investing because you are flawed. No, they are the ones who live with blinders on. They're incapable of unconditional love and it has nothing to do with anything you do. You can behave exactly as they want you to. They will still find something wrong. They will still find some other hoop to jump through to get their love. The best thing Gabe and Garrison can do is tell their dad they won't see him or have a relationship with him unless he gets help because what they want need and deserve from their dad he is incapable of giving. Notice how Janelle says she is trying to determine now if she and Cody are viable in the future. She also said last episode it may be the end of the book. 
She agrees with Cody that they will work on things, but she doesn't know if it will work out or not. She doesn't know if the relationship is salvageable, and she admits what Cody wants of her to be like Robin, she cannot give. She admits she isn't sure she loves Cody, but she has lots of affection for him still. He is her best friend. Notice how Cody didn't reciprocate that sentiment. I think Janelle wants to try and get Cody to pay off the land or to pay her back, and it's not going to happen willingly from Cody. He's not going to magically do the right thing. Janelle will never be obedient and convenient, and that's what Cody demands. And when she refuses and it doesn't work out, Janelle will leave. I think she is leaving if she hasn't already. And I hope she takes Cody to the cleaners before she leaves. I hope she has her receipts and she takes him to the cleaners so she gets some of her money back. When Cody brings up Janelle's loyalty, questioning it, it's a huge insult. It's a huge betrayal. Janelle sacrificed for decades to be the primary breadwinner for Cody's plural family. Cody's plural family would never have survived without Janelle and her loyalty and her sacrifice to the family. So when Cody suggests Janelle isn't loyal, it's a huge betrayal, especially considering that the house he now lives in is paid for primarily by Janelle. Also, when he holds up Robin as a model example and he tells Janelle to be loyal like her, if she wants a relationship with him, that's good. If she wants a relationship with him like Robin's relationship with him, Cody is not talking about loyalty as we define it. He is talking about obedience. He is talking about compliance. He is talking about deference. He is talking about convenience. Robin isn't actually loyal. She didn't work her ass off to keep his kids and wives fed, clothed, and housed for decades. She just sits on her ass living off of everyone else and their hard work. And she sits there living off her ass very comfortably with no fucks to give about Janelle's situation. When Cody suggests that Robin is more loyal than Janelle is, it is so beyond insulting to Janelle. It's such a slap in the face. Janelle proved her loyalty to the family with her actions as the primary breadwinner for years and years. Robin isn't loyal. She submits to Cody for now to appease him. It's not loyalty, it's survival. She enables Cody and she manipulates him to her advantage and Cody is too pussy whipped and unintelligent to clock it. Janelle is actually loyal, not just to Cody, but to the whole family and her actions as primary breadwinner for years prove it. She mostly paid for the mansion Cody sleeps in, his prefab status symbol. Janelle is loyal and it goes unappreciated. It goes dismissed. Where the fuck is Cody's loyalty? Cody wants things from his wives and kids like loyalty and respect when not only does he not give them to anyone, but he also twists the definition of those words. In Cody's delusional perception, respect and loyalty don't mean what they mean to most people. Cody is telling Janelle, be obedient, be easy, submit to me, force the kids to kiss my ass, or I refuse to participate in this marriage. I refuse to be present. I will neglect. I will be absent as a father and a husband. Allow me to control you and feel like the revered man, the leader, the patriarch in your house with all of our kids, or I refuse to participate. I refuse to hold to what I signed up for when I married you and when I had these kids. Janelle should get a receipt. She should get an attorney and get the fuck out. It's obvious Cody is unhinged. He perceives everything irrationally and delusionally through Robin's lens. Robin influences Cody constantly, 
stoking the flames of his resentment with intention to serve her ends. And Cody is just taking Janelle's energy, sucking out every last cent of her money, and disrespecting and hurting her kids. They all deserve better. Cody will never value Janelle. Cody sees Janelle as a means to an end, and now that she has become far too inconvenient with wanting to build, he will push hard to alienate her and get her out. He isn't interested in working things out. He is interested in getting out. And if Janelle loves herself and she loves her kids, she will say enough, but not before she takes him to the cleaners so she can make a good life. Her gut is telling her enough. She knows this isn't right. She knows it hurts her kids deeply. And she is beautiful and smart. And she seems so fun and so chill. She loves gardening. She loves rock shows. She's ambitious. She doesn't need this weight on her back any longer. And her kids will feel better when they see her stand up for herself. It will teach them never to ever accept less than they deserve when she leaves. Cody says he expects his wife to be loyal and accountable to him. When the fuck has this man ever shown one shred of loyalty and accountability to anyone? Everything is everyone else's fault. All the hoops he forces everyone to jump through and the constantly shifting expectations that are often contradictory to create confusion. All of that is Cody deflecting to blame others to avoid having to take accountability himself, to avoid the consequences of having a plural family the choice he made that he resents and wants to avoid by creating these intentional hoops so he can deflect and blame everyone else for his absence. Cody is the one who doesn't take any accountability. Cody is the one who refuses to take accountability to avoid having to fulfill his responsibilities. He creates hoops so he can blame everyone else for not jumping through them so that he then feels justified in his neglect and then he doesn't even have to show up as a reward for good behavior he doesn't feel he has to show up at all cody's presence and investment fulfilling his responsibilities as a husband and a father are not meant to be conditional they are not a reward for good behavior they are not a reward for jumping through hoops that he intentionally imposes cody doesn't fulfill his responsibilities and then he doesn't take accountability He blames everyone else for his neglect and his absence. He blames them for not jumping through the hoops to get his crumbs. So before Cody mentions Janelle's accountability, he needs to look at himself. Let's talk about loyalty. We know Janelle was loyal to the family. We know what she sacrificed as primary breadwinner and as the money tree who mostly paid for the mansion Cody sleeps in. Where is Cody's loyalty to Janelle and her kids? He wants loyalty from Janelle, right? So let's talk about Cody's loyalty to Janelle and her kids. Last season, because Gabe and Garrison refused to bend the knee to be held hostage in their own home, per Cody's COVID protocols, Cody wanted to evict them. He wanted to evict his own sons. And Cody regretted that he wasn't on the lease to be able to do so legally. Is that loyalty to want to kick your sons out during a pandemic when they work their asses off because your ego is bruised? These are responsible men. One works and does school and the other one works very hard and he almost has enough saved to buy a house at this point when Cody wants to kick them out. And because it hurt Cody's pride that he can't control the way they live, he wishes he could evict them because it hurts his ego. 
What the fuck is that? That's not loyalty. That's disgusting behavior from a father to his kids. And that definitely isn't loyalty. Also, Cody was jealous because Janelle prioritizes her kids over Cody. What kind of imbecile feels threatened by his own kids being prioritized by his wife, especially knowing he is absent as a father? He should be happy he has a wife who prioritizes her kids. Guess what? If you create a life, a soul to walk this earth, I don't give a fuck if they are 5 or 18 or 21 or 50. They don't need to be coddled and babied, but you have to always prioritize them, always ahead of yourself, even when it's hard, even when it's inconvenient. The fact that Cody feels threatened by Janelle prioritizing their kids just shows how immature, selfish, and arrogant this man is. If this man unconditionally loved his kids, he wouldn't be pissed to come second because he would be putting his kids first too, even ahead of himself. Cody wants to talk about loyalty. He doesn't know what it means. Cody wants to talk about accountability. He doesn't know what it means either. He does not own his choices. Rather than tell the truth that he can't do plural marriage anymore, that he just wants monogamy, rather than him ending things in a way that does less hurt and damage to his family, Cody prefers to manipulate and abuse and neglect and use toxic tactics to create an inhospitable environment, to create isolation and alienation and hurt and suffering so that they leave him and he is the one who can say, at least I didn't quit. He may be left standing, but all the hurt and suffering and damage this causes to his wives and kids will burn every bridge to ashes when he could be a man, grow some balls, be real with himself and everybody else, and admit the truth that he doesn't want to do this. It will hurt less for his family. This damage he is doing could have lifelong lasting effects on his kids. They might struggle to trust. They might struggle to know their worth or to let others love them. They might feel unlovable. They will always have scars when if Cody is just honest that he doesn't want to do this and he gets help, he can have the life he thinks he will be happier with without damaging everyone to a degree where they may all have lifelong lasting damaging effects and without burning every bridge. His other kids and wives already cope with emotional suffering as a result of Cody's behavior. His kids don't deserve this. His wives don't deserve this. Cody is miserable himself. He lies to himself. Is this worth it to Cody? One day he will beg for those obstacles to his goals in life and it will fall on deaf ears. Another thing I noticed is Robin and many of her kids get COVID this episode. Cody is so concerned. He's pitching in, he's monitoring symptoms, he's attuned to everyone's needs, playing nurse. He is genuinely concerned and all in to help at Robin's house. Contrast that with when Janelle, Gabe, and Garrison got COVID. Janelle barely complained and she had no one helping her. Cody probably didn't stop in once to help, but for Robin and their kids, Cody was all in. He told Gabe last season that if Janelle got sick, he would help her. And Gabe told Cody he knows that if his mom got sick or if they got sick at Janelle's house, that he and his brother would be the ones to help, that Cody wouldn't be the one. Gabe was right. Cody didn't help at Janelle's at all, at least not on camera. But with Robin, he is all in when Robin and the kids get COVID. I noticed that when Cody gets the Rona, he whines and complains the loudest. And usually when narcissistic people get sick, 
They act like they are damn near dead. Even when they just have a common cold, they will milk it for sympathy and attention. They, if they have little kids, they might even tell their little kids, oh, I feel so sick. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, oh. you know, when they have just a little cold. So I know Cody was really genuinely sick, but he definitely milked it and he wanted a lot of sympathy. So Cody will treat COVID like he is fighting stage four cancer. When Cody called Gabe on October 11th to get sympathy about his COVID, and it was Gabe's birthday, and Gabe thought that was why his dad was calling, to recognize his birthday, and Cody forgot the birthday and only called to bitch and complain about his illness, that hurts big time. It's so disappointing for Gabe, especially because Cody has birthdays for Ariella and for all of Robin's kids. He knows all of Robin's kids' birthdays. He does big things for them, but he doesn't remember Gabe's birthday. Imagine how that feels. By the way, we hear Gabe mentioning how Cody forgot his birthday. We hear Cody mention the call to discuss his COVID symptoms with Gabe. But when does Cody himself admit that he forgot Gabe's birthday. I found it interesting how Cody just left that part out. Cody also didn't know Truly's age or Isabel's age, yet he is always doing birthday stuff for Robin's kids. I bet he knows all of their ages and birthdates by heart. When Gabe cried, I cried. I know exactly what that exact thing feels like, and it hurts, especially if you have other siblings who get a lot of effort put into their birthdays and you don't get that effort. For those who may not understand what something like this feels like, imagine you have a parent who rarely makes an adequate effort, who really doesn't know you fully and they rarely call, and on your birthday they call and you have hope, you feel they want to invest fully, finally. They want to jump all the way in the pool with you. They want to recognize your birthday. And you realize it totally skips their mind that today is the day the life they created was born. No matter that little, you are that inconsequential to them. They didn't call about your birthday. They called to get their needs met for attention. They did not call about wanting to know you. Your birthday was not on their radar. They called for sympathy. Woe is me to get pity to play victim. It's about them and their suffering as they inflict suffering on you without even clocking it. What's going on for them is much more important than anything that would be going on with you. A narcissistic parent will always hurt you. They will never see you. They will never know you, regardless of what you do. It will not be sufficient for them. Their priority will always be themselves, even with their kids. This hurt Gabe feels is going to leave a scar, and I hope Cody watches his show, and I hope he sees the pain he caused Gabe, the pain he caused Isabel, the pain he caused Truly, and the suffering and emotional damage he does to everyone around him because of his selfishness and personality issues. And if he cannot prevent the harm and the hurt he inflicts, he just should not bother. If he can't bother with the respect, if he cannot respect his family, he shouldn't bother with calling them to get sympathy for himself. Isn't that what Cody says? If you can't give respect, don't bother with the love. If he can't value his kids and treat them like his blessings that he holds higher than even himself, he should leave them be because he only seeks them out for his own adulation. If he can't respect them, he shouldn't bother with the conditional love. Cody sucks as a human. He sucks as a man and as a father and a husband, and he should be very ashamed of the person he is. Gabe is amazing. He is so intelligent and articulate and he's authentic. It's very hard to be vulnerable and then to be vulnerable on camera. 
But Gabe is standing up by being open and showing the suffering of his dad's issues, selfishness, and behavior. Gabe is showing the suffering that his dad's selfishness and his dad's behavior inflicts on him and the rest of the kids in the family and the wives. Gabe is showing how authentic he is with himself and others. He didn't have to do this. I think he is doing it because he sees the shit his dad says and how Robin tries to manipulate the narrative. And he says, fuck this. And he shows the reality of the suffering Cody inflicts with his selfish, narcissistic behavior. Why is it that Cody is a coward at 50 plus who can't be honest with even himself? Yet we see this young man who is smart and confident be strong and have a spine and be a real man who can tell his truth with no resentment. He just wants to be seen by his dad and loved unconditionally. Gabe is 20-something, and already he has more understanding and maturity than Cody. He has a spine, and he stands up for what is right, like when he stood up for Christine and Janelle when Cody tried to deflect and blame them for his neglect and his absence. Contrast that to Cody at 50-plus, who still can't manage to grow a spine. Every episode, we hear Cody try to convince himself and viewers. He regularly says, I'm not a coward. I'm no coward. I don't know if he convinces himself with saying that, but he definitely doesn't convince viewers of that. His actions align with him being a coward. Maybe that's why he has to say it so much. I'm not a coward. Multiple times every episode. If he says it enough, maybe with the few idiots in the back, it'll stick. I hope Cody feels the suffering he causes with his behavior. If hurting his kids and seeing the suffering doesn't hit his heart and conscience, nothing will. Janelle really should be very, very proud of Gabe. He's awesome. And Janelle and Christine and Mary raised Gabe so well. I'm sure they are all so proud. He's wise beyond his years. And that's a testament to the moms who raised him, especially Janelle and Christine. Cody tried to call Gabe up and make up for forgetting his birthday later in the day, and Gabe says that was the last time he ever talked to his dad. Frankly, I know it hurts to not contact your parents, but anyone who is incapable of unconditional love, who prioritizes themselves and their emotions over their child, or who prioritizes other siblings over you, will continue to do things that cause hurt and suffering, and they will never take accountability. Even if they try to make an effort, it's just temporarily to make themselves feel better. It isn't about you and it sucks, but in the end, it's less damaging for you to set boundaries and stop contact in these situations. This episode was a tough one to get through because I understand how Gabe is feeling completely. And the only thing that will heal Gabe is time and distance because his dad will never change. This is heartbreaking. This is devastating. And having a parent with Cody's type of personality and behaviors can sometimes mess with your ability to let others love you. It fucks with your ability to trust. It can fuck with your discernment. It can fuck with your self-worth. It messes with a lot if you have a parent like that. They will always prioritize themselves and their emotions. And any even slight constructive criticism, any inconvenience is perceived as disrespect. You are the problem. They are never the problem. And that's how it will always be. That's why if you want to heal and you are tied to a narcissist or a selfish asshole in any way, whether they are your sister, brother, aunt, mother, it doesn't matter. If you want to heal and move forward, cut them off. They won't change. And every time you deal with them, they will find a way to reopen the scar you work to heal. 
One other preliminary thought I had before we get into the episode is Cody selfishly wished he got admitted to the hospital too so that he could be with Robin because they didn't let him in. But he knew they would separate them even if he got admitted. So he didn't pretend he was worse to get in the hospital. How selfish is this man? First of all, he needs to be there for the rest of his kids who would be left at home who are still recovering from COVID. And secondly, the hospitals need all the beds and equipment free unless it's actually needed. There were times during the pandemic when people who were sick had to wait in the ER. They had to wait in the waiting room because there weren't beds. There was not equipment. There weren't ventilators. They were short-staffed. They were short of supplies. Yet Cody's first thought was wanting to admit himself to be with Robin because he is selfish and being with her matters more than other people who would need the resources more or being home to help the other kids who are home recovering. This guy is an idiot. He and Robin are Humpty and Dumpty. Also, notice, this is a different new car Cody has. He has the two-door sports car in black, there's the red Suburban, there's Robin's van, and like three or so other cars. No wonder he needed Janelle to pay for his mansion. Cody was not this worried when Janelle, Gabe, and Garrison got sick. Maybe he called once or twice, maybe he texted, but he wasn't involved and he wasn't hands-on. He said he would be there if Janelle got sick. Why is Robin getting more concern from Cody than Janelle did? When she and her boys got sick, Cody didn't worry about Janelle's survival. He didn't act like the sky was falling for them. When Janelle, Gabe, and Garrison got sick, they sucked it up. Janelle didn't complain and milk it and go on about her suffering the way Cody and Robin are. No one freaked out and cried and behaved like the sky was falling or the world was ending, and the sky did not fall. Cody and Robin and their kids are acting like the sky is falling. Half the world got COVID. Most people survive it. Some people with complications and risk factors don't make it. But everyone acted like the sky was falling, like Robin was damn near dead. And Robin was fine, and Cody was fine. Yes, they were very sick, and yes, it sucked. But I really hope they didn't waste hospital resources to film those hospital scenes. There were probably some really genuinely sick people who were actually dying who really needed that bed. If Robin was emergent, they would have bumped her up instead of having her wait hours to get her results. So now let's get into the episode, season 17, episode 13, Corona Apocalypse. This episode opens with Cody explaining how it's been over a month since Christine left. They have the logistics of getting Truly to Flagstaff, dealing with the importance of having Truly in Flagstaff, and then getting Truly comfortable with visiting Cody. It's been a challenge. The family has been apart for so long with all of the COVID stuff and the divorce. They haven't seen the family a lot. Truly visits Robin's house. Christine says, of course, things are awkward between she and Cody. But they get along for Truly's sake and they respect each other in front of Truly because that was Truly's main concern that her mom and dad will continue getting along. Cody isn't sure how comfortable Truly will be at Robin's and he doesn't want it to be a bad experience where Truly doesn't like coming over. Cody asks Truly if she brought her PJs and Cody asks if she is staying the night. Truly doesn't know. She said her mom told her it's up to her. So Cody lets Truly know he guesses she can just wear a big t-shirt or something. Notice, Cody never made her a bedroom that was her space in that hectic and unfamiliar environment. That personal space just for Truly may have made her feel more secure there and like at any time she could have the personal space she needs to feel comfortable. 
If Cody really wanted Truly to feel comfortable, he would have made it a bonding experience and he and Truly could have set up the room together, painting the walls, getting a dresser, whatever she likes, to make her feel she has a place that is hers in that house. Notice how Truly says she isn't sure if she wants to spend the night. She didn't bring her PJs. Her mom told her it was up to her and what she is comfortable with. Cody totally ignores that. He ignores Truly's comfort level and he decides for her that she is spending the night and he tells her, well, we'll just get you a t-shirt or something, totally disregarding that she doesn't seem like she wants to stay and she hasn't yet decided that she is comfortable with that. Even Cody knows Truly is uncomfortable because Truly is never there and her dad made no effort to spend time with her and to bond with her like he said he wanted to do when he said he planned on seeing her a couple of days a week at the beginning of the season when Christine still lived in Flagstaff. Of course, that never happened, and Truly having a bedroom never happened. Now, Truly may not want to sleep in that bedroom, but she should have her own space regardless. She was probably told, Dad is making you a bedroom, and then that expectation went unfulfilled. Even if she had no intention to stay there regularly, it's very disappointing to a kid to be told, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to invest in you. I'm going to make this effort and give you this attention. And you get your hopes up only to be let down. Truly is used to peace and quiet at her mom's. Saul and Ari seem very active and boisterous, and they should be. They're kids. But it might be a lot for Truly to deal with for more than a few hours. If Cody expects Truly to be comfortable over there, she should have her personal private space in that house. Cody asks Truly to go help him with work. He has stuff to build. Cody admits he's nervous. He's awkward around Truly and Truly's awkward around him. They really have to take some time to bond and get to know each other. Robin says she hasn't given Saul and Ari too much info about what's been happening with Christine. She says they're little and this is not something they need to worry about as little kids. Why is she contradicting herself? In the episode with Isabel's party, Robin admits she told her kids about the divorce, and we know Ari knows a lot about what's going on because she asked Christine why she and Cody were breaking up, and then she demanded that they have more dates as if that's the answer. That indicated two things to me. One, Ari knows about the divorce, of course, and two, Robin must spend a lot of time gossiping and talking shit and talking specifically about Christine's situation with Cody, which is none of her business. For some reason, Christine lives rent-free in Robin's head, and Robin and Cody must often openly discuss adult topics that aren't appropriate for little kids around Ari, never mind that it shouldn't be Robin's place to talk about any of the individual marriages Cody has or any of his relationships with his other wives or kids. We know Robin must gossip a lot about adult topics in her home around Ari because Ari said on her first day of kindergarten at five years old, that she had a man and that her friend had a man, but her friend got mad at her when her man broke up with her. I don't know any five-year-old that plays pretend like that or speaks that way. It's not normal for a five-year-old to mention men and dates and this and that unless they are hearing adult things they don't completely understand and then they are parroting them. That situation where her friend's man breaks up with her and the friend gets mad at Ariella Sounds to me like the way Robin perceives the Cody-Christine situation, and I think Ari was just repeating the adult stuff her mom talks about in front of her when it isn't age-appropriate at all. 
Ari is very hyperactive and she is literally suffocating Truly glued to her. So Robin tells Ari to settle down. Truly looks so overwhelmed at Robin's. Christine says the hardest thing about divorce is the kids. Christine would love it if Truly had a great relationship with Cody. Right now, Truly is very awkward around Cody, but Christine would definitely love it if Truly was closer to Cody. Robin says there is other tension in the family besides just the divorce, and it's making the whole thing even harder. Robin says, being able to have Truly come over, it feels like normalcy. It feels like there is still family here, and that's a big thing. Janelle says, this summer has been rocky for she and Cody. They had huge disagreements about the trailer and how it all went down. Janelle wants to smooth things over. There are still problems. There are still disagreements and the issue of her kids, her boys, and Cody. Janelle wants to bring them back to a more stable place. She wants to start a conversation with Cody that will do that. So Janelle and Cody go out to eat. Janelle says their Thanksgiving last year was separate and this year there is such a big division between Cody and her boys that Janelle doesn't know what they want to do for Thanksgiving. Maddie and Caleb are thinking about coming and Cody says the problem is if they are coming then they will have a lot of people together and there are lots of things to work out before that. Janelle says because she hasn't had Thanksgiving with them since 2018 she would like to go there for Thanksgiving and then be in Flagstaff for Christmas. Janelle decided to take the easy way out and go to Maddie's for Thanksgiving because then there is never any decisions that have to be made about the COVID rules or the tension going on between Cody and her boys. Janelle feels like it's important to be in Flagstaff for Christmas, though, to be there to plug back into the family that is there. Janelle says she hasn't seen Maddie and Caleb for Thanksgiving in a long time, And Cody says they have a lot of details to work out for that even, for them to come, not because of them, but there's a lot of stuff that has gone under the bridge here that he won't just ignore when they get together as a family. Cody says he isn't just going to sit and have everybody over and act like everything is peachy and fine without working those things out. Cody says he won't have them come to his house for Thanksgiving if they have animosity towards him or somebody that is connected to him. Now that somebody that is connected to him is Robin. And I have a feeling Maddie is now at the top of Cody's shit list because he thinks she is the one that encouraged Christine to leave as if Christine can't decide to leave on her own. And he thinks that maybe his older kids are sitting there and Christine and them are ganging up against him. They may have influenced Christine to leave. And so now they're on the top of Cody's shit list as his enemies. Cody suggests to Janelle that Garrison should reach out to him and make amends. And Janelle tells Cody they have to wait for the kids to come to their own whatever. Like, they have to decide that they want to make amends with Cody. She's not going to force them to go to him. And he can't demand that they go to him. In confessional, Janelle says Cody and her boys are very estranged. And Cody doesn't want to see their point of view. He feels they have offended him. And those that are close to him, a.k.a. Robin, so now they have to go mea culpa and apologize and grovel, and her boys aren't going to do that, and they shouldn't do that. Cody says he isn't asking for an apology or a mea culpa from Gabe or Garrison. He is simply wanting to clear the air. Janelle tells Cody she thinks the bulk of what is really hurting him is how everybody was during COVID. And Cody says it's not just about him, 
they started actually putting Robin in the crosshairs, victim Robin, and the attacks started going that direction. Cody says there has been a lot of shit talking about certain people in the family. Robin says she received some phone calls and texts from Gabe and Garrison blaming her for what was going on with the family. Cody says he had three wives before he even had one child. And when Robin comes into the family, she gets time with Cody and she gets attention to her children. And Cody thinks that was just too much for some of them. He thinks they were just jealous. Cody's delusional if he thinks that his kids are jealous. That's not the case. They're angry. They're pissed off. They don't like the disparity. They don't like the inequality. They don't like how things aren't done fair and equal by Cody. And they don't like that they get treated like second-class citizens. The wives and kids that are not the royal family get treated like second-class citizens in the family by Cody. And they don't like that. They're not jealous. Obviously, Gabe and Garrison are not obligated to apologize to Robin or Cody, nor should they. If anyone needs to apologize, Cody needs to apologize to them. And Robin should also apologize for disparaging Gabe and Garrison many times at the tell-all during the Thanksgiving talk with her kids. She also twisted as personal rejection. She singled out Gabe specifically. Robin should apologize for calling Christine a liar twice in her home. That was incredibly disrespectful. Robin should apologize to Isabel for calling her stupid. Robin should apologize to Janelle for saying no human should live in a trailer and on and on. The people who need to be apologizing are Cody and Robin to multiple people in the family. Gabe and Garrison are owed apologies from Cody and Robin. It's not the other way around. Cody is an idiot and a fool if he thinks his kids are jealous of the attention he gives Robin. They're angry about Cody's toxicity, his emotional abuse, his verbal abuse, his disrespect, his disloyalty, his lack of accountability. He needs to apologize to Janelle for using her as a money tree with zero gratitude and appreciation and for trying to manipulate and control everyone in the family, etc., etc., etc. Everyone isn't jealous. They are hurt. They are angry. They are suffering emotionally because of this idiot's behavior and his favoritism. And it's delusional to think that anyone would be jealous of the attention Robin and her kids get. It's not about that. It's about Cody's behavior. The kids don't like how he treats the other moms. They don't like seeing Cody try to control Janelle or the way he treated Christine. This isn't jealousy. Cody is just perceiving that because Robin put it in his head and it's much more than jealousy. They don't want to be controlled and they don't want to walk on eggshells to get crumbs of conditional love for allowing themselves to be controlled. They aren't jealous. They're hurt and they're angry. Cody tells Janelle there is just this unwillingness for some of the family to accept other members of the family or to communicate with other members of the family or to make amends with other members of the family. Of course, other members of the family mean the royal family, Robin and her kids. Robin says in confessional, to hear that Cody is telling Janelle that the boys need to apologize to her, she didn't know that he was doing that. She just wants to clear the air. She says, the boys, she loves those boys. She loves those boys? Her words and actions don't show it. She named Janelle's kids last tell-all, bitching that they called her to ask her to talk to Cody about the COVID rules. She constantly puts them down. She acts like Gabe having a girlfriend or a social life 
is a personal rejection of her because he doesn't want to stop his life to be held hostage in his home to do Cody's protocols to attend her shitty Thanksgiving. I bet you she loves those boys in the exact same way her heart swelled with love for her sister wives in season one. We see how Robin loves and how she shows it. She did not hesitate to throw Gabe and Garrison under the bus last tell-all. She attempted to villainize them and make them look like bullies. She says she didn't know Cody was asking the boys to apologize. Really? Is that so? Because Cody consults Robin on all of his relationships. Because remember, he says, Robin knows how to make relationships work. So are we to believe he didn't bitch to Robin about this and she didn't advise him that she wanted an apology? Cody shares everything with Robin. He probably tells her about his daily bowel movements. She probably said she feels hurt, she feels disrespected, she's a mom too, and Cody wants to get her deference that she feels entitled to for some reason. If you demand someone apologize, by the way, it's not genuine and it's not from the heart. A forced apology is meaningless. Why would Cody want that? Why would Robin, if it's not all about them feeling entitled to deference, even if by force, kiss the ring, kiss the ring? At this point, Janelle looks pissed and rightfully so. Cody tells Janelle he has somebody in his life who is fundamentally loyal to him, who sees him as the head of the family. So he is saying to Janelle that she and him can get that. They can have that type of relationship if Janelle is loyal to him. In confessional, Janelle says she just can't believe what Cody is saying. She can't believe what he is saying. I can't even believe this. It's absolutely infuriating. What a fucking insult. After all Janelle sacrificed for this family, Janelle has proven her loyalty for decades through her actions. Cody isn't loyal to her. And the fact that he even dares to question her loyalty is astounding. It's incredibly insulting and condescending to Janelle. What an ungrateful imbecile this man is. To pay for this man's mansion, to pay for the family for years, to sacrifice for years, to prioritize this man's family as the primary breadwinner, and Cody has the nerve to suggest Janelle isn't loyal? No. In confessional, Cody says he is not telling Janelle to be more like Robin. He's just telling her to be loyal. Let's look at the definition of loyalty. Loyalty is defined as a strong feeling of support or allegiance. Now, we have seen Janelle's allegiance to Cody's family. Janelle supported the entire family for decades. She allowed them to survive with a roof, clothes, food, and money. She shows allegiance and extreme generosity to Cody and Robin by helping them pay for their mansion when she has no roof to her name. Janelle has been a loyal wife. Even when Cody has shown time and time again, he is not loyal to anyone but himself and Robin and her kids. Janelle's actions prove her loyalty. Cody's actions show he is not loyal to Janelle or her kids. He wished he could evict Gabe and Garrison because they wouldn't bend the knee. And he was jealous of Janelle picking her boys over him, prioritizing her kids over him. He knows he owes Janelle big time, and she is in a bind financially wanting to build instead of tying up all of her money in purchasing or renting a home she does not want. Christine and Robin were allowed to rely on the joint family account to help secure homes. Yet Cody won't allow Janelle to use the joint family account for herself to build or pay off the land or to buy a house that she chooses. He is comfortable with holding her stability and security 
over her head, knowing all she has done for the family because he claims he feels disrespected by her and he wants to use this position Janelle is in to force her into submission. That's how loyal Cody is to Janelle. That's how much he values her as a wife. Cody's actions show he isn't loyal to Janelle despite her sacrifice, despite her unyielding support financially and otherwise. Loyalty in Cody's world isn't support and allegiance. He means obedience, blind submission, yielding unquestioningly to his will. Loyalty means allowing him to control, allowing him to be the ultimate authority. He doesn't want support and allegiance. He wants obedience. He wants convenience. He isn't loyal to Janelle and her kids. He doesn't support them. He doesn't even remember Gabe's birthday. Cody is very ungrateful and very disloyal to Janelle. A loyal man wouldn't try and manipulate his wife to buy a home she has no interest in buying just to delay her from having the home she really wants and building. Cody has no intention to build. A loyal man wouldn't intentionally delay his wife from building like she wants to. A loyal man wouldn't allow two of his other wives to utilize the joint family account to secure homes, but not Janelle when she is most likely the primary contributor to that joint family account. He asks for loyalty, but he is asking Janelle to submit and be obedient. He is asking her to willingly allow him to control her, and only if she submits will he participate and invest in this marriage with Janelle, and only if she and her kids submit will he participate and invest with her kids. He isn't interested in working on the marriage. He is interested in shutting Janelle up and making this as convenient as possible on him or he won't participate. He wants a one-way relationship where Janelle bends backwards to accommodate him with no pushback and no questions. He doesn't really want an actual marriage. He doesn't want to work on it. He doesn't even see Janelle as his equal partner. He wants to be the dominant partner. Janelle did not sign up for this when she married Cody and she isn't signing up for it now. Cody is doing this so blatantly because he wants to push Janelle out and Janelle will leave if she hasn't already, but she will not go without getting what is owed to her. In confessional, Cody says he has 100% loyalty from Robin. So he gets, that's like Robin, but he says, nope, he is just asking for loyalty. He is asking to be the head of his household. What Cody means by he gets 100% loyalty from Robin is he gets 100% obedience and 100% convenience. And he is telling Janelle, if she expects a better marriage, the only way is for her to submit as Robin does or he won't play ball. Janelle says in confessional, here Cody is blatantly saying what she has suspected. This person is loyal and treats me like the head of the household. And if you really want to be a wife to me, this is how you need to be. And Janelle says she isn't going to be this person. She isn't going to become Robin. What's sad is Janelle feels like Cody is her best friend. She may not be in love with him, but she has affection for him. And she is willing to try still if Cody would have been reasonable. Even now with Cody being a patriarchal misogynistic dick, I think if Cody were rational and reasonable, she might be willing to try. I think she knows she is leaving, but she has to bide her time and play her cards right if she wants any of her money back. If she goes hard at Cody now, she knows she has zero chance to get a penny back, and if she antagonizes Cody, he will use it against her as an excuse as to why he won't do it. I think Janelle kept composure because she wants to try to get her money without a lawyer, but I think if she really wants her money back and she kept receipts, the only way is to do so legally. 
Janelle tells Cody he acts like it's only one side. And Cody says somebody came into their family and she treated them all very kindly and they perceive something else. Cody is so gullible and so pussy whipped. He thinks Goblin was kind and nice and everyone rejects her and everyone perceives her negatively when she is just as sweet as pie. Listen, Janelle knows Robin is obsequious. She is manipulative and she twists it. She pretends to be a sensitive empath, but she uses her ability to understand others' emotions to use to her ends and manipulate the situation. Janelle knows Robin is an inauthentic bullshit artist and she isn't the way Cody portrays her. And she knows any animosity between Robin and the larger family comes from Robin and her shit talking and her shit stirring and her manipulations and her lies and her delusional perceptions. She is telling Cody this started with Robin and her bad behavior and her manipulation and her victim mentality. See, Janelle knows this, and Cody wants to make it seem like Robin is an innocent victim everyone rejects out of spite or jealousy. When Janelle says it's not just one-sided, she's referring to how Robin always stayed separate, how Robin kept to herself, and she's also kind of, I think, and she didn't say these words, but I think she's implying like, this started with Robin and her bad behavior and her manipulation and her victim mentality. And Cody wants to make it seem like Robin is an innocent victim everyone rejects out of spite or jealousy who is completely innocent in this, who is just sweet as pie, just a little doe like Bambi wandering the forest. No, that's not what this is. Janelle doesn't trust Robin. She doesn't like Robin. She isn't interested in knowing Robin when she sees her behavior and her instability. She sees how Robin does marry, and she knows how Robin was with Christine. And she told Robin last season, when Robin asked for a closer relationship, she would have to see about it. And it's understandable. No one wants a one-sided friendship with a goblin who twists and manipulates, who is needy and selfish and emotionally unstable, who also talks shit about you to your husband. There is no trust. Why would there be friendship? Cody and Robin seem to feel entitled to Janelle and her kids and Christina and her kids as if it's their duty to show Robin extra deference. Everyone is very accepting of Robin and her kids. The problem is Robin wants more than kindness and civility. It is not a given when she behaves as she does that these people in this family that was established before she came in will want to be her best friends. Robin doesn't have the same shared history with the family, and she has a lot of issues no one wants to deal with, and no one trusts her because she has proven she is not an authentic person. She isn't about the family. She is manipulative as fuck. She's selfish on top of that, and she won't hesitate to use people and then set them aside when she gets what she wanted out of them. And then she plays victim, and she also talks shit about lots of the kids in the family. She even suggested that Christine and Janelle, like, influence their kids against her. Why would they want to be friends with her when she says shit like that? In confessional, Janelle says it frustrates her beyond belief that Cody perceives this one wife, this one relationship, as she is so perfect. She was such a saint. She is so nice to us. And she was treated so wrong. So everybody better apologize for being so mean to her or else this isn't going to work anymore. Janelle says this is the subtext she has been getting this whole damn day. Janelle says Cody has been a broken record about this for the last little bit. How Robin has been so victimized. She was so sweet to everybody. She put herself out there. 
And Janelle doesn't perceive it that way. Janelle perceives that they were a plural family just trying to figure stuff out and Robin always just kept herself a little separate. Robin keeps to herself. She isn't in this for the family. She is in this to secure her family. She is in this for Cody and for security for her kids. She kept herself separate for a reason, and she promotes the division of us versus them with Cody for a reason. She wants Cody all to herself. She wants Cody to favor her house, herself, and her kids over the rest of the family. She wants to be able to influence Cody, and she has. Janelle is saying Robin always just kept herself separate. She kept herself separate. It was her choice. And Robin wanted it that way to be able to manipulate things to her advantage. Robin is the one herself promoting the division, encouraging the separation. When she keeps Cody in a resentful state, feeling he has to protect Robin and her kids from them, the bullies in his family, us versus them, who started that? The Brown family was always accepting. It was Robin who chose to stay separate. It is Robin who is disrespectful to everyone in the family constantly. It is Robin spinning the narrative that no one accepts her as she plays victim, calling herself the Brown family scapegoat, as she puts down Gabe and Garrison, as she calls Isabel stupid, as she calls Christine a liar, as she puts down Janelle. Despite her constant disrespect to Cody's other wives and kids, as she cries victim, claiming she and her kids are being rejected by the bullies in this family, Robin is the only one speaking ill of people, doing disrespectful shit like calling Christine a liar in her own home, stirring the pot, and they all still accept her, Christine included. Christine included Robin's kids in her traditions. She included Robin's kids in Isabel's song at her party. What else do these people need to do? Robin and her kids are accepted. As Robin cries wolf, playing victim, speaking ill of the people she claims don't accept her when they do, this is utter bullshit. In confessional, Robin says, trying to blend with the plural family wasn't easy. She says, there was challenges, but it was something she wanted desperately to be a part of this family. Robin has terrible grammar. I don't know where she got educated, but she frequently uses the wrong words and the wrong tenses. I recall her once using kickback for pushback. She used adversary instead of adversity, or it may have been the other way around. Here she says there was challenges instead of there were challenges. I guess English just wasn't her subject. Janelle asks Cody if the situation were reversed, would he be acting this defensive about her? Great question. We all know the answer to that. He never answers the question, of course. Cody leans in and he gets closer to Janelle's face and it comes off as slightly aggressive. I wonder how this man acts without the cameras rolling. He tells Janelle they haven't acted like a married couple for most of their marriage. Cody tells her he doesn't know why it's been okay for so many years and it's not now. But he tells Janelle she lives like a single woman. Janelle says she always felt like she had to make her own decisions for herself. And she thought that was what plural marriage was about, being independent. She says in confessional that a long time ago she was encouraged to be independent. That's what you did as a plural wife. Notice the shifting goal posts. Cody encouraged independence before. He didn't want to be bothered. And now he wants complete submission. He wants to change the terms of their agreement. He wants to completely change the dynamics of their marriage. He wants Janelle to change. He expects his kids to change. He doesn't have to do anything differently, though. 
He wants Janelle to be obedient like Robin. He wants her to conform. He wants her to allow him to control her. He is asking Janelle to change herself, to be completely submissive, and he is telling her, if not, I won't participate in our marriage. It may not work. I won't invest. I won't play ball, and it's fucked up, and it's unfair. I already used this word, but I think astounding is the right word to use. Janelle used it last episode, and astounding is the perfect word. It's astounding. Cody is doing this, in my opinion, because he knows Janelle will be unable to agree to this and she will be forced to leave or accept her marriage as it is. Cody has no intention of making this marriage work. I think that he knows she will refuse ultimately and she will leave him. And then she will be less inconvenient about building on the land. And then he gets monogamy because whether Mary stays or not, he does not consider himself married to Mary any longer per his own mouth. See how Cody is a coward? He doesn't have the balls to say he wants out. So he is giving Janelle impossible terms, knowing eventually she will leave. What's sad is Janelle considered Cody her best friend. She still does. And Cody doesn't feel that way about her after everything she has done for him and the family. Janelle says in confessional that she will ask Cody and her needs get ignored and everything gets ignored. So she decided to be her own hero and she rescued herself and she started doing things for herself. See, in a situation where Janelle is married to a guy who is incapable to meet her needs, who is absent a lot, she learned to meet her needs herself. She knows Cody is absent, he's uninvolved, so she handles things herself because when she asks Cody, Cody will just ignore her needs and nothing will get done. So she has no choice but to act unilaterally. Cody doesn't participate. When Janelle goes to Cody with her needs, Cody ignores her. What is she supposed to do? Live in limbo for her whole life because Cody isn't ready to be inconvenienced? He doesn't want to participate. He doesn't want to be inconvenienced. And now, after years of Janelle taking care of herself, he wants to bitch about not being consulted. When she consults him, he ignores her. And he knows that he is just creating issues intentionally so that he can try to portray himself as marginalized by Janelle. When it's Janelle who has had no choice but to live as a single mom in this marriage to Cody for years. Cody can bitch about not being consulted, but he is never around. And when he is around, he's phoning it in. He isn't invested. He isn't present in the moment and attuned to Janelle. He doesn't even hear her when she speaks. For example, she told him many times about the RV. Cody ignored it, and then he was shocked when she got the RV, when she told him about it before more than once, and he just nodded or said, yeah, yeah, okay, to shut her up. It was too inconvenient for him to even listen to Janelle. Why should she consult him? He does not value Janelle. She is just there for him to utilize financially when he wants a midlife crisis status symbol to flash around. He's a dick. He knows she wants to build. She knows financially it's better for her to build if that's what she wants. And doing anything else will tie her up financially and it will delay building. And Cody intentionally, he vacillates and he delays what Janelle wants and what she needs from him. He puts it off. Her needs are not Cody's priority and they never were. Cody even admitted he won't help Janelle because he feels she struggles to respect him. How can she respect him when he can't even remember their son Gabe on his birthday? How can she respect him when he acts like a coward? 
How can she respect a man who is jealous of the prioritization and attention she gives her kids? Janelle respects Cody despite all this. He does not respect her. Cody feels like Janelle is misinterpreting their entire marriage here. Janelle says different events and different things that happened carry different importance and things are remembered differently by each person in a long-term relationship. Janelle is trying to determine now if she and Cody are viable in the future. I think Janelle genuinely saw Cody as her best friend and it may not have been a romantic connection, but Cody counted on her financially and I could see them in the past maybe having deep intellectual conversations and having that connection. And I think as long as Janelle played her role, Cody never overdid it with the manipulation and the boundaries in the beginning, especially when she was the primary breadwinner. I think Cody saw Janelle as someone to use to financially support his plural family. And I do think there was a time when he may have seen her as a best friend long ago before Robin entered the picture. Then Robin became his best friend, and Cody saw Janelle as the person he needed to pay for the family, the breadwinner. He generally stayed in line with her because he needed her money. Now she is inconvenient. She wants to build. Cody doesn't want that. And so Cody wants to push her away, knowing he has taken all he could, and now it's his turn to reciprocate, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to help Janelle. When Janelle tells Cody he is still her best friend, he never reciprocates that sentiment. Cody says he doesn't see it as much as Janelle is independent as that she is aloof. She does her own thing and he does his. Janelle guesses that for years and years she has made decisions for herself. She says you cannot depend on your husband to meet all of your needs. So when Janelle says you cannot depend on your husband to meet all of your needs, Obviously, with polygamy, when one man has multiple wives and a tribe of kids in multiple households, your husband can always be there to meet all of your needs. But I also want to say that even in monogamy, you cannot depend on your other half to meet every single need you have. And you also cannot pin all of your fulfillment, happiness, and stability in life on another person or on a relationship you're in or on anything outside of yourself. It all has to come from you. I've seen lots of people who put all of their purpose and all of their stability and all of their happiness on another person and on a relationship or on something or someone outside of themselves. If you have a person, they can meet some of your needs, but ultimately your happiness, your stability, mentally, financially, and otherwise, and your fulfillment have to come from you. You also have to make an effort to meet your own needs. If you rely on all of your happiness and fulfillment and all of your needs to be met by anyone outside of yourself, you will never be happy and you will be so needy and you will put so much expectation on another person that they will never be able to meet those expectations. So it's good to have a person and it's good to have your needs met by that person, but every person is also responsible to be capable to meet their own needs and create their own happiness separate from that person or that relationship. If you expect all that from a relationship or another person, you will never be genuinely happy. It has to come from within you. So when Janelle says you can't rely on your husband to meet all of your needs, that's true in monogamy and in polygamy. 
Janelle tells Cody she has enjoyed the independence and she doesn't know how it got started, but she has enjoyed it. And she feels like somewhere along the way, maybe they lost something. In confessional, Cody says this isn't about Robin or her past history. They just put Robin in the COVID crosshairs. This is really about him and Janelle and her loyalty and her lack of respect during COVID and for his COVID rules and his desire to protect the family. Cody forgets he is the one who mentioned Robin. He is the one who mentioned he wants apologies for himself and Robin. And now he is saying it's not about Robin. It's about Janelle's loyalty and Janelle's lack of respect. Where is Cody's respect for Janelle? Where is Cody's respect for Gabe or for Isabel or Garrison? Where is Cody's reciprocation for the loyalty and sacrifices Janelle gave to him and the family? Why isn't Cody reciprocating now when he has the opportunity to? What has Cody done for Janelle to show his respect and loyalty in his actions? What has he done for Janelle? We know what she has done for Cody and Robin and this family for decades. What has Cody done for Janelle? Just the suggestion that Janelle isn't loyal, that she is not as loyal as Robin, when her actions prove her track record of the ultimate loyalty after all she sacrificed. And Robin shows absolutely zero loyalty to the family. Robin was disloyal. She was disrespectful to the family. To Janelle, this was really insulting. It was condescending. It was appalling. After all she sacrificed, Cody has no right to mention Janelle's disrespect when just him speaking like this to her in this manner is completely disrespectful. It's a complete betrayal to suggest Janelle is not loyal or not as loyal as Robin. He is dismissing all she has sacrificed for him and the family and all she continues to sacrifice. Cody tells Janelle that this is his invitation to her to get to a place where she and him have that kind of loyalty and they negotiate and they work out those things like a married couple. Cody doesn't want to negotiate and work things out. Cody is inviting Janelle to obey him and bend the knee and then he will be willing to participate in their marriage. He wants to renegotiate their marriage like it's a business deal. I'll be here, I'll show up if you obey. If you obey me, I might play ball and throw you a bone from time to time. Cody isn't interested in compromising with Janelle. He is saying, change your tune, submit to me, or you get nothing from me. He isn't asking her to be her partner and compromise. He is asking her to bend the knee. Janelle tells Cody it's wild to her that he doesn't think that she has been loyal. Imagine after all she has sacrificed for him and for the family by being the primary breadwinner for years, footing the bill for his plural family he could never afford otherwise, keeping them from being destitute, giving them shelter, food, clothing, and more for years. She did that, and there is no way Cody could have single-handedly kept his plural family, his tribe of kids and wives, sheltered at all if it wasn't for Janelle. If that's not loyalty, what is? Janelle also largely paid for Robin's roof and for the roof Cody sleeps under in that ugly goblin's lair that he feels good about as if it's a status symbol, as if it's something he worked for when it was paid for by his wives, especially Janelle, who now has to fight tooth and nail to have a roof herself. And now he dares to demand loyalty? What the fuck? I do not know how this woman has the grace to keep her composure. I would have left that lunch early and spent the time calling attorneys at this point, receipts in hand.
Knowing me, I wouldn't have even gone to that lunch other than to humiliate Cody on camera with receipts and ask for my money back so the world knows I tried to do this the civil way before I hired an attorney to get my money. I'd rather pay a lawyer to get some of my money back that I loaned the Goblin and Cody than walk on eggshells to deal with this mentally unstable imbecile who has the gall to imply I'm not loyal after all I have done. I would never be able to shut my mouth. I do not know how Janelle does it. I really wish I had her patience. I really do. There may be a lawyer out there who sees Janelle's situation who will just help her recover what she can after all she has had to deal with. I do not think Cody and Robin will have the human decency to pay her back of themselves unless they are forced to do so legally. And they're the kind of people who would move money and hide money in different ways to be able to say, look, we are broke. We don't have the money. We're sorry. I feel like Janelle keeps receipts and this is for her kids and it's her right. And I just don't think Cody has the moral compass or decency to give this woman her money back so she can free herself from this abuse, toxicity and manipulation. Cody cares more about money than he does about doing the right thing or being fair with the mother of his kids. He doesn't care. And greed is a mental illness. Cody is afflicted with that and more. And I hope Janelle situates herself to recoup what she can so that she can leave. And then Cody will make Mary his money tree. He may already have. And maybe that's why she thinks that she can charge $6,000 for a package at her retreat or whatever. Maybe Janelle left and Cody and Robin have to stay in the lifestyle they have become accustomed to and they will use Mary for that. The woman Cody no longer considers himself married to. When Cody needs her money, my guess is he might start to feel married and Robin might start to feel hope that the door is open because then she can continue to sit on her ass in her lair. Otherwise, she might have to work and she would rather live off of these women as the nanny watches her kids so she has time to go to Victoria's Secret and watch her old home videos and browse floral print shirts on Amazon and eyebrow pencils too. She probably goes through a lot with the way she paints them on. Janelle says all she is hearing is Robin is perfect. Robin is great. Robin treats me the way I am supposed to be treated. You need to all of a sudden be this way. We have a small team Everybody has got to conform and then we are good. Janelle says, no, that is not what she signed up for. In confessional, Cody says he doesn't think it's unreasonable for him to expect that his wife would be loyal to him and that she would be an accountable person. Again, when is Cody ever an accountable person? When is Cody loyal to Janelle? And when does he reciprocate for her after all she sacrificed for him? Cody isn't saying be loyal, be accountable to Janelle. He is saying obey me, let me control you. It's not unreasonable. This is a patriarchy. Be obedient. I'm your leader. I am dominant. And it is unreasonable to ask for that. And it is not what Janelle agreed to when she married Cody. I really don't know how Janelle kept her mouth shut. If I was Janelle, I would ask Cody about his disrespect and his lack of loyalty towards me and my kids. And I would give specific examples as well, and I wouldn't allow him to deflect. But I understand Janelle wants to be diplomatic to try and see how peacefully she can get what is owed her so that she can leave in a peaceful manner. And I understand that. Cody tells Janelle that maybe this is not a good fit. Maybe this doesn't work. And Janelle says it feels like the rules have changed for her a little bit. And Janelle says all of a sudden she doesn't know. She doesn't know if she can do this. She doesn't know what's going on. 
Janelle tells Cody that he always acted like she was a good wife. They were great. She was making her own decisions and they would come together and it felt like he was okay with that. And Cody says in confessional that it feels like they are unraveling. The reason it's unraveling now is Cody wants to push her out. Cody doesn't want to build. Cody can't get her to buy a house. She is hellbent on building and he sees it as a problem and he wants to get rid of that problem. So he's pushing her out. That's what I think is going on. Janelle says in confessional that she never thought she would ever be in a place where she would be questioning her relationship. But the last few years, she has begun to wonder if they are compatible anymore. She wonders, maybe this doesn't work for her anymore. She doesn't know. See, Cody never had a problem before because before he didn't perceive Janelle as being inconvenient to him and he needed her money. Now that it's time for Cody to reciprocate financially for Janelle and help her pay off the land, knowing he owes her because she paid for a lot of his home with Robin, he is trying to make a problem intentionally and he is and he's insisting that it's unraveling so he can push Janelle out before she inconveniences him some more. He doesn't want her building on that land and he doesn't want to give her any money. He's changing the rules since she is now an inconvenience and she is in a position where she needs his help. He wants to leave her hanging after all she has done for him and his family. He wants to build rentals if he builds anything and who knows if he will ever get that accomplished. In confessional, Cody says, He is evaluating his life and he wonders if he and Janelle are going to be better than he and Christine if they don't improve something here. And that is what he is looking for. Cody says for him, emotionally, it's sinking. The ship is sinking. Janelle says in confessional, she doesn't know if you can change the way their relationship was for 30 years all of a sudden. She wonders if maybe that's a sign that it just doesn't work anymore. Janelle says, she isn't someone who throws the towel in on a marriage, but it seems like there is this gulf now where Cody is saying he wants this and Janelle knows she can't give him that. So clearly, Janelle is going to leave. It's rumored that she already has left Cody. I don't know how true that is, but all signs point to yes. At this point, I don't foresee Janelle putting up with this bullshit for that much longer. I think the only reason she tolerated it for this long and that she is being diplomatic right now is she is wanting her money back or some of it back. Cody asks in confessional, is this working for us? Is it working for Janelle? He tells Janelle he doesn't think they know how to be real with each other. Is he fucking kidding? Cody isn't even real with himself. He is not honest with himself, so he isn't capable to be real and authentic with anyone else. Janelle is very real. She knows what Cody is doing here. She knows what he is asking of her and she can't give it and she says so. Cody is the inauthentic one. He knows he wants to push Janelle out. He knows this date to fix things where he demands she be more like Robin is going to make things worse. And he is doing it on purpose to get Janelle to go to fix the inconvenience. He is the one who can't be real. Not only with Janelle, but with any of his family. And his inability to be real is hurting everyone in his family. Janelle tells Cody they have obviously had a functional marriage for a long time. And she tells Cody he is her best friend and the person she wants to tell everything to. Cody says, redefining them they, and he stops himself. In confessional, Cody says, to say that he is close to Janelle would be an overstatement. 
He doesn't want to have happened with Janelle what has happened with Christine. Cody tells Janelle she has to know it too. There is something fundamentally wrong here. He asks, is this just what the human condition is? Cody is such a bullshit artist. He is trying to sound deep and profound. Is this just the human condition? No, this is just some dick-faced, misogynistic, patriarchal asshole who is so self-centered that he can't comprehend that he is the problem. The issues are with him, not with Janelle, not with his kids. Cody has issues with almost every relationship he has in the family. Is it more likely that it's the human condition, everyone else, or him that's the problem? Janelle says, she doesn't know. In confessional, she says she feels like she has to do everything she can to make this work. She isn't even sure it's possible to come back from where they are. In confessional, Cody asks, why does she think I'm singing the breakup song? He says it's like they're communicating, but they aren't getting this. Really? Why does she think he is singing the breakup song? Get the fuck out. He said, be like Robin. Be loyal, a.k.a. be obedient to me. Change. You completely change. The kids completely change. And we can have what I have with Robin. But only if you're obedient, I will only invest if you change yourself. If you learn to submit to me. Why would Janelle think he is singing the breakup song? Shut up. Seriously. Not only is he asking her in a condescending way to allow him to control her, he is telling her it's a sinking ship. He is suggesting she is the problem and he will only participate and invest in this marriage if she obeys him, if she changes herself fundamentally. He knows she will leave when he says that. He knows she won't agree to this. He is playing it like he wants to fix shit and work shit out with Janelle when the viewers aren't stupid and Janelle isn't stupid either. He is asking her for something no woman who respects herself would agree to. Obey me. Be like Robin. Kiss her ring. Kiss my ring. He knows the answer is no. He wants to make it look like he wants to try. He wants to fix stuff as if he's the marginalized one. All he wants is a little loyalty. Janelle is refusing when he is asking the impossible of her. And it's fucked up and unfair. And on top of that, after all she has done, he has the nerve to suggest she is disloyal. Cody isn't asking for loyalty. He is asking for obedience. Janelle tells Cody that Savannah is going to be 17 and it's almost like they're on the cusp of this empty nest thing and they do need a reset. Now says she still has so much affection for Cody. She doesn't know if it's love. Janelle tells Cody she feels like they're here at the edge of a cusp of a reset and Cody doesn't know. When Janelle wants to speak, he doesn't want to talk anymore. He wants to eat something before it gets cold. Cody's communication sucks. He came there to negotiate and called the shots as if his marriage is a business deal. He did not go there to communicate. Cody asked Janelle to be obedient, to be like Robin. She dismissed it. Obviously, she can't do that. And Cody knew that going into this. And now that Janelle actually wants to try and discuss things realistically and communicate, Cody wants to eat before the food gets cold, unless she is open to obeying him. Cody isn't open to two-way communication. He isn't open to participate in his marriage and communicate. When Janelle brings up practical points to discuss, the food is getting cold. He's all tapped out. It's too inconvenient. 
He wants to talk. He wants Janelle to listen, but he doesn't care to hear anything Janelle has to say unless it's exactly what he wants to hear. In confessional, Cody says, it's not safe enough for him to say here, hey, sweetheart, I'm brokenhearted because of this divorce and I need you to help me heal. Help me heal, please. But he is going through heartbreak and he asks, are you a strong enough woman to help me heal in confessional? Unbelievable. Holy fuck. I have a lot to say about this statement. First of all, notice the selfishness as usual. It's all about him. Cody, Cody, Cody. Not only is this completely pathetic, but he intends to imply that Janelle is a weak woman if she doesn't help Cody heal. She isn't strong if she doesn't get on his side with this divorce and support him. She's weak. He feels so threatened and so jealous and so insecure with the bond between Janelle and Christine. He feels slighted that Janelle won't side with him since he's her husband. And Christine is just an ex-sister wife. Cody doesn't take into account the unconditional love and the bond between Christine and her kids and she and Christine's kids and the support system they have been to each other for years and years. They supported each other. They raised kids together. They commiserated over their shit husband together. Cody is jealous and threatened, and I think Janelle has a lot of integrity and Janelle is loyal. She is authentic. She isn't the kind of person who will just stand by something she doesn't believe in. Her kids love Christine as a mom, and she loves Christine like she is her sister, and they value each other, and they respect each other, and they see each other, and they understand what they had to endure, and they went through it together, and they will be close for life, there is no doubt. Janelle also stands by what is right. This isn't just Janelle picking Christine over Cody. She knows how their relationship was. She knows exactly how Cody did Christine. And Cody is doing that with her too. And she doesn't agree with Cody's behavior. She doesn't support that and she can't support him and stand by him. He has betrayed Janelle by hurting her kids. He has fundamentally changed the terms of their marriage. He has disrespected everyone to no end, favoring one household over the others. He has used Janelle financially. He knows all she sacrificed to clothe, feed, and house 20 plus people. And she was a primary breadwinner and he questions her loyalty. He asks her to be more like Robin, 100% loyal, 100% obedient. He does not support Janelle. He does not support her kids. He isn't present as a father and a husband. And when he is, his heart isn't in it. He isn't 100% plugged in and he doesn't want to be there. He isn't loyal to Janelle. He doesn't reciprocate. He doesn't have her back. He is using this situation with Janelle wanting to build to hold over her head to demand control. He wants to forbid her from using the joint family account that Robin and Christine were able to use to secure housing. The joint family account that Janelle primarily contributed to, most likely. She can't use that. She isn't extended the same option as the other sister wives. After all she sacrificed for years and all she has done, Cody can't now pull this off for her to give her some peace and to give her some happiness. He wants to demand control first. He wants Gabe and Garrison to kiss the ring. I really don't think they need to apologize. I think they are owed an apology. Cody forgot Janelle's son's birthday. She cannot support Cody through his breakup. It's not her place to do that, and it's not her obligation to shun Christine and side with him if in her heart that wouldn't be authentic to what she believes is right. Cody is pathetic to imply if Janelle were a strong woman, she'd support him through the heartbreak he brought on himself, she would help him heal. 
If Cody was a strong man, Cody wouldn't need support from one wife to get over another wife. When does Cody support Janelle when he breaks her heart and the hearts of her sons? When does he help them heal from the hurt he inflicts on them with his shit behavior and neglect? Where's the support to heal them? Is he going to be helping Gabe heal? What a dick. He wants help to heal from Janelle when he is the one going around doing all the damage causing all this heartache. Cody could not even mention on TV that he forgot Gabe's birthday. Gabe had to tell it. Where's that support? He's pathetic to expect his wives to help him heal his heartbreak. He knew for years that he needed to make an effort at Christine's since Vegas. He chose to ignore it and hope it went away. My guess is talking to Cody is like talking to a wall. If he loved Christine so much, where was the fucking effort? This guy is a nut. That's ridiculous. He needs to remember he brought this heartache with Christine on himself. He was a dick to Christine. Janelle knows that. He's a weak man, a man who acted like a toxic asshole who was neglectful and abusive and manipulative as a husband and a father for years. Christine had enough. Her kids were hurt. They had enough. The best thing Christine has done in years is her leaving, I'll bet. And Janelle knows that. She knows it was the right move for Christine to leave, and she gets it. A strong man wouldn't ask one wife to help him heal after another wife left him. He doesn't want Janelle to help him heal. He wants Janelle to feed his ego to make up for the dent Christine left in it. Cody tells Janelle when she talks about how they are resetting and stuff like that, it seems like they are resetting. And he can't even define his own family. Janelle asks Cody if he feels like they can redefine themselves as a couple too. Janelle asks if she has to be a certain way in order to make this work or... And Cody says, yeah, maybe a married couple and a life partner. Not. And then he stops himself. And Janelle says, it's funny. She thought that's what she was doing all this time. And she thought they had a functional relationship all of this time. She asks Cody, we haven't? And he says, buying an RV and moving into it. And Janelle stops him. She says she understands. And Cody tells her he is going to explain a few things to her as if he is talking to a child. He is such a condescending piece of shit. He tells Janelle buying the RV and moving into it was a single woman decision. Going to see her kids without her husband for holidays is a single woman decision. Okay, so Janelle asks if she has to be a certain way in order to make this work. And Cody says, yeah, without skipping a beat. Again, that certain way that he wants Janelle to be is submissive, obedient, convenient, and adoring. He says he wants her to act like a married couple or like she is his life partner. And she does act like that. Cody is upset because she did not do as he wanted and buy Christine's house because she will not just blindly do as Cody bids. She will even say no to him. And he is suggesting he just wants her to act married like his life partner. He doesn't mean he wants her to compromise with him. He wants her to submit to him. Remember, he said, this is a patriarchy. When Janelle married me, she signed up for this. She knew her will had to run into mine, meaning Cody's will takes precedence over hers. Now, when Cody considers Janelle's decision to buy an RV and live there or visit her kids on holidays without him, and he says these decisions are single woman decisions. First of all, it felt gross. It felt misogynistic to call it a single woman decision, basically because 
He probably told her no, and she went and did what she wanted to do. He wanted to go and see her kids. Maybe Cody couldn't make it. Maybe there's a lot of animosity there, so Cody wasn't invited. Who knows? But she wanted to go and see her kids alone. As a mother, she has every right. Going to live in an RV, if she wants to live in an RV, that's her choice, and she should. Cody is never around. And Cody is pissed because she disregarded his disapproval, probably, because Robin probably wanted her there on the holidays. Or in Cody's feeble mind, maybe he thinks that if Janelle goes to Maddie's alone, Maddie is now an enemy. He's on his shit list because she was supporting Christine in the divorce and Janelle was visiting alone without him. And maybe in his pea brain, he thinks they will influence Janelle to leave him as if Janelle is easily manipulated or Janelle can't think for herself. Also, probably Robin wanted Janelle at her house for Thanksgiving and Janelle preferred to see her kids and her grandkids instead of sitting in that energy of the goblin's lair and she wanted her sons, Gabe and Garrison, to be able to be there. And if they all have to follow Cody's rules to be there and they have to be dictated to and controlled to be welcome, why should they go there? There are other places where they can go where they are wanted and loved and welcomed without the control and the bad vibes and the walking on eggshells and the bullshit where the family can be together and be authentic and have a great time. Cody also knew about the RV. Janelle told him many times, but Cody doesn't pay attention to Janelle. He doesn't hear Janelle when she speaks. That's on Cody. It's not on Janelle. And we did see the scene where she asked Cody if he will sleep there in the RV, and he said yes. He wants to push this control patriarchy bullshit. Janelle is too independent and too intelligent. Should be making all of these decisions for herself, regardless of Cody. Cody may call them single woman decisions as if it's a bad thing to manage your life. Cody isn't around. He isn't there. We all know that. And he doesn't want to be inconvenienced. And Janelle said when she goes to him with her needs, they never get met. He just ignores it. And if Cody is involved, he will try to manipulate and dominate the situation to have you do what he wants without paying attention to Janelle and what she wants and needs. Why should she involve Cody? She is the one footing the bill anyways. He is barely around. It's on Janelle like she is a single mom. If she wants an RV, she should have it. Cody has no right to bitch. If she goes to see her kids for Thanksgiving when she knows her boys aren't welcome at Robin's and her boys aren't in touch with their dad, and Maddie and Caleb and their kids wouldn't be welcome at Robin's either unless they submit to Cody's control to do his COVID protocols, then why the fuck would they want to go do Thanksgiving to be in that environment when it would be lighter and funner and more peaceful and loving and authentic at Maddie's? Cody is full of resentment. He's moody. He's miserable. Why would they want to be controlled to be welcome in that negative environment to have to walk on eggshells? Janelle in confessional says she is spitting mad now. She says, so what? She could stay home and hang out with Cody and Robin and Robin's kids. Janelle says with the RV, Cody didn't show up and say, let's find you a rental. Cody was MIA. Cody in confessional says he was begging Janelle to rent or to buy. And he says she would have been able to afford the monthly payment on the mortgage. But she got mad at him when he was trying to get her to do that. Why did Janelle get mad? Because Cody wanted her to buy Christine's house so he could have it for himself because he loves that house. He attaches sentimental value to it. And he wanted to use Janelle and her buying power to get the home he wanted. And he also wants her to buy so he can tie her up financially 
to delay building because he has no intention of building. So it wasn't out of his concern for Janelle that he suggested that. It was a manipulation to Janelle to do something she did not want to do so that her money would be tied up. It would delay the process of her doing what she wants and building on the land so it will take more time and financially her hands will be tied if she commits to a mortgage as far as being able to build, paying off the land, or securing a reasonable loan to build. Cody pressured Janelle to buy or to rent to avoid her building, to delay it to delay Janelle from doing what she wanted. He didn't care about her actually having a home or a roof or stability, even though he knows she paid for his roof. He doesn't care about Janelle. He cares about manipulating Janelle to do what he wants in his best interests, not in hers. Janelle says she knows the trailer is a hot button issue. It turned out different than she thought it would be. Cody says the dogs are a hot button issue. Says the dogs in his bed are a hot button issue and the dogs in his bedroom are a hot button issue. In confessional, Janelle says, usually the dogs have slept by the side of the bed. Recently, they have started to sleep in the bed more, but she is careful with the dog hair. But it's a thing Cody likes to complain about, especially when things are rough between them. Notice, Cody brings the dogs up as a point of contention when things are rocky. It's not really an issue, but he makes it an issue because it suits his agenda when they fight. Cody may be jealous of the dogs for all we know. He's jealous of his own son, so I wouldn't put it past him. In confessional, Cody says, these are decisions that Janelle makes, like where she's going to run a house and buying an RV. And these decisions make an impact on his life when he isn't really consulted for it. He doesn't want to live in an RV, but he says if he doesn't live in the RV with Janelle, then somehow he is abandoning her. Janelle tells Cody she doesn't want to give up her independence, but she does need to consider him more. Janelle asks Cody if he wants the plural family still, and at least Cody is honest here. I'm going to give him credit where credit is due, not that I'm supporting him in any way, shape, or form, but he answers no. She asks If he wants the plural family still and Cody says no, he questions it all the time, he guesses. And Janelle says she questions it too, especially in this last year. She wonders, do I really want to stay? Again, Janelle asks, do you want the plural family still? And Cody says no, he guesses, he questions it all the time. This is one of the few times Cody has been honest in the last I don't know how many seasons. You see, finally Cody said it directly. Janelle tells Cody she feels connected to him. He is her best friend and her lover, everything, and she wants to stay. In confessional, Janelle says, maybe we figure it out, maybe we don't. Next, Cody asks Janelle if she can explain to him why at this point, at this juncture, it's easier for her to have a relationship with Christine than it is for her to have a relationship with Robin. Janelle explains that she and Christine have a relationship, but a lot of it is history and the kids in common, and Christine was there when the kids were little. Janelle says she hasn't had the opportunity to interact with Robin on a daily basis like that. She and Christine were kind of stuck together. Cody tells Janelle they tried to bring this all together, and he realizes the dichotomy. This is why Christine is leaving. 
He thinks it isn't just because of him. He says he is looking at her and she is skipping down the road and she is out of the shitstorm, but she is out of the shitstorm that she created. Janelle reminds Cody that they all had a part in it. See, Janelle doesn't allow Cody to pin this all on Christine or to remove his accountability. I love how Cody uses this opportunity not only to make it clear the accountability for the divorce is squarely on Christine and not him, but he now has added bad relationships that he has with his older kids on Christine's tab of things he blames her for. And apparently, in Cody's eyes, Christine also created this shitstorm. What a fucking fool. He also wants to take this opportunity to remove accountability from himself by saying, she didn't just leave because of me. It wasn't just me and my bad behavior. It's the dichotomy in the family. It's the us versus them. Cody and Robin and the kids versus everyone else. He wants to let Janelle know because Christine wasn't able to be nicer to Robin, even when he tried to remove intimacy with Christine to push her to befriend Robin, she rejected his manipulation. She refused and she left. And now he is wanting to know why Janelle and Robin can't be close like Christine and Janelle are. He wants Janelle to know she better be nicer to Robin or maybe it won't work, just like with Christine. And confessional, Cody says, it's not working and he didn't want to quit. He wasn't a coward. He didn't want to quit. He didn't want a divorce on his record. Here, Cody says he is going through a divorce, but his wife doesn't even care. But she does care about his ex-wife. Cody says it's heartbreaking. Cody is saying, pity me, pity me. I'm the victim of Christine rejecting me. My heart is broken. Heal me. Feed my ego. It's hungry. It's hungry. Feed it. Feed it now. He is heartbroken. But remember, before, he didn't love Christine. Cody wants to suggest that Christine is a coward for quitting, for leaving him. I think she's a hero who took her life and her happiness and her fulfillment in her own hands. He's not the coward. He didn't quit. That's what he says. But again, I feel he is the coward who knows he does not want a plural family anymore, who treats his other wives and kids like shit because he resents his obligations that are the consequences of his choice to live in a plural family that he resents. He is a coward who would rather treat his family like shit to keep them at a distance so he can live monogamy than hit everybody down and tell the truth that he no longer wants this. Janelle says in confessional that Cody keeps trying to bring it up and she thinks Cody is looking for validation from her, but she thinks it's really dangerous territory she feels bad because Christine talks about lack of intimacy and all these things that were problems in her marriage. And that was not Janelle's marriage experience. She and Cody were great on all fronts. Christine says Janelle was always really secure with her relationship with Cody. Always. She was always secure, even when they were going through struggles. Janelle was always like, this is just marriage. There are ups and downs. Christine says their relationships were vastly different from the get-go. Cody tells Janelle they can work this stuff out, but they're going through a transition where he thinks they're going to have to work it out. And Janelle tells Cody she thinks that she and Cody are at a very logical place where the kids are grown and leaving, and she is looking at him thinking they should have a better relationship. And Cody agrees, and they both agree on that. 
Cody feels threatened by Christine and Janelle's relationship, and his ego is hurt that Janelle won't shun Christine to side with him, and Janelle feels loyal to Christine. She gets her situation. She gets how Cody is, and she won't allow Cody to manipulate her. She knows she won't be inauthentic just to validate him if she doesn't agree, and that being a yes woman will enable Cody. She won't be like Robin, and she refuses to enable Cody. Cody says he feels like he is fighting for their relationship, and Janelle says she is here, but she doesn't know what to do. Cody says he is trying to get he and Janelle in a place where they have a good, healthy marriage. Really, suggesting this woman is not loyal and needs to be 100% loyal, just like Robin, will get them in a place where they have a good, healthy marriage She has to be 100% obedient, he's saying. She has to change how she is fundamentally for the marriage to work. That's supposed to lead to a good, healthy marriage? What a fucking joke. If it's a patriarchy, by the way, there is no way in hell it's a good, healthy marriage. Cody says it's been 20 months since the corona apocalypse started, and after all this time sequestering and all this fight over being careful about COVID, Now Robin and Brianna are both sick. Yesterday, Cody took them to a COVID testing facility and they tested Brianna. She tested positive for COVID. Cody tested negative and Robin tested negative. But now Robin and Brianna have had the same symptoms from the onset. So they need to assume they all have COVID if one of them has it. They think it was brought home from school. Brianna didn't think it would be COVID because it was so feared and talked about She thought she wouldn't get it. Robin says Brianna was at school, socially distancing, wearing masks, and they had rules at school. They sanitized. They did everything. So Robin is still in shock that somehow Brianna picked up COVID. When Janelle got COVID, she didn't milk this for all it's worth and play victim on camera and, oh, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm dying. She didn't act like the sky was falling. Robin is up there on screen milking this for all it's worth. She talks about her fever and her symptoms. And I know it sucks and it's hard and you suffer a lot when you get COVID. But when Janelle and her kids got COVID, they didn't act like the sky was falling. Janelle briefly mentioned her symptoms. She didn't play victim. She got well. She didn't make it a big deal. Robin has a fever. She has body aches and chills. She has a sore throat. She's coughing. She's complaining about it. Cody says Robin is wiped out. Brianna has headaches and chills and a fever of 101, just like Robin. They are restless. Their body feels tight. They're aching. Robin can't believe how awful she feels so far. And she's worried about everything. She's worried about her kids. She's worried about herself. She's worried about Cody. Cody can't believe it. He says, man, COVID-19, after 20 months of avoiding it, it's crazy. And Cody is going through the motions, trying to take care of everyone. He's trying to keep everyone hydrated. Dayton got COVID, then Sullen Ari got a fever. So Cody is trying to manage this. It's interesting how Cody is helping everyone at Robin's house. But when Janelle got sick with Gabe and Garrison after Ari's birthday party because the nanny got COVID and the virus was everywhere in that house despite the protocols, Cody was not at Janelle's tending to Janelle and Gabe and Garrison. He told Gabe that if Janelle got sick, he would be there to step in, but he didn't come over. He didn't help. I doubt he showed up to even drop medicine or chicken soup off on Janelle's doorstep. Why is he so caring for Robin and the kids? But when it comes to Janelle and her kids, when they got COVID, he was absent. 
Cody is so effing dramatic. He takes his temperature on camera and he shows everyone that it's 99.8 and he is acting like he is damn near dead. Cody says after six days of COVID in the house, he feels like crap and he doesn't know why he got COVID or why it's so bad or why he is out of his mind. He hasn't slept for three days. He has fevers and aches and pains and he doesn't even know what day it is. Being sick and having COVID is not an excuse to forget your kid's birthday. Cody mentions he talked to Gabriel for a little bit, just trying to gather information and figure out what he can do because he's out of his mind. He has been in this weird place. Gabe explains that in January, he got COVID. He didn't even have a fever. He just lost his sense of smell. And then October rolls around, specifically October 11th, his birthday, and his dad calls him and they have a small discussion about how bad his COVID was. And Gabe says he shouldn't have done this, but he did it anyway. He didn't remind his dad that it was his birthday because he wanted to see if his dad remembered on his own and he didn't. And so to Cody, it was just a phone call just asking Gabe about COVID. And Gabe breaks down sobbing here. I teared up myself when I saw the scene for the first time because I know what this feels like and it hurts a lot. Gabe is sobbing. He is heartbroken. He is devastated. And Gabe says it was a lot worse than just a phone call for him. I think this was a light bulb moment for Gabe where he realized his dad will never change and his dad will always be selfish and egotistical and his dad will always put himself first and his dad will always hurt him on repeat and not invest in him the way that Gabe deserves to be invested in. And it hurts so much that Gabe was like, enough. When a person hurts you emotionally, deeply, time after time, physically, emotionally, psychically, in any way, you start not trusting the person at all. And then you become wary of the person. And then you get anxious around the person and you feel unsettled around the person because you know it'll happen again. You know you will be hurt again. You will be let down. You will be disappointed again. This person doesn't even see you. They don't even know you deeply. And you come to a point where you know they will never see you and it's not your fault and you free yourself of that relationship. And it is freeing. It is healing. It hurts. But you can move forward and heal without constantly getting more hurt added on to it. I get why Gabe had enough. He felt he doesn't matter to his dad. He's insignificant. And he loves his dad so much. That's why it hurt so deeply. But his dad puts himself first and he always will. And the relationship isn't reciprocal. And there's only so many times a person can get burned before the whole bridge goes up in flames. A couple hours after that call, Cody tried to call Gabe back to wish him happy birthday and make up for it. And that is the last time Gabe ever talked to his dad. Mary texted Robin to see how she was feeling and if it was the flu. And Robin told Mary that she has COVID and Dayton had it and Cody had symptoms. And Mary asked how Saul and Ari were. And Robin said they were having symptoms, but they were okay. And Mary says you could tell Robin was having a hard time just speaking. She was exhausted. Cody says he hasn't showered or shaved in a couple of days. He hurts all over. He feels like he did a deadlift workout because his ass and the back of his thighs and between his shoulder blades aches a lot. He is extra dramatic. He's holding up his thermometer that shows a fever of 99.8. The whole family, with the exception of Aurora, got COVID. She never got it, luckily, because she quarantined from the family as soon as she saw that they were sick. She went down into her room. 
She shut the door and she stayed there and she used the downstairs basement door, quarantining from her family and not being able to see them was very isolating and lonely for her. Cody says somewhere along the line, there was one night when Aurora came upstairs and she was looking at them 10 feet away from her in a mask and she told them she misses them and they all sobbed because they missed each other because it had been 10 days. But Cody didn't feel like Aurora could afford to miss school or get COVID. Wow. So he misses Aurora after 10 days. What about his sons, Gabe and Garrison, and Truly and Isabel and Gwendolyn and the rest? Is Cody sobbing in tears missing them? He couldn't even remember Gabe's birthday. He only called a bitch about his symptoms and play victim to get pity. My guess is Cody knows Aurora's birthday, he knows Dayton's birthday, and Brianna's, and Saul and Ari's, and I bet he never misses it. What a fucking dick. Janelle says Christine and Mary have not had COVID, at least none that they were aware of. Janelle thinks it's interesting that Cody and Robin isolated themselves for so long, and then it was actually one of their kids who brought it home to them from school. Janelle thinks it's how this thing works. You can do everything you can, but you are going to probably get it regardless. Christine has never gotten COVID and she thinks it's just this chance thing at this point because Robin and Cody are so careful and she isn't as careful as them and Robin is really sick. Cody is really sick and Christine doesn't even know who takes care of who. She has no idea in that situation what they're doing. Mary doesn't even know what to think or what to do. She wants to go over to help, and yet she can't go over there. So every once in a while, she's just texting Robin to see how things are going. Robin says at this point, after having COVID for a week, she can't breathe very well. Brianna is feeling better, Dayton as well, but Robin isn't improving. So their doctor advised them to go to the hospital. Cody says people go to the hospital to die. Aurora says that she was crying and praying because she was scared that her mom might die. Robin didn't want to say goodbye to her kids. She didn't want to say goodbye because she didn't want it to be the last time that she saw them. Janelle got sick and we didn't see her in hysterics with all these dramatics, thinking she will die and never see her kids again. I understand that people get different symptoms with COVID and it can kill you if you have other risks and it can make it hard to breathe. But even if you feel like you are dying, most likely you will live. The idea that she is even telling her kids she may die or leaving them with that impression or even entertaining that thought is nuts. If she had the attitude with her kids of this sucks, it's really hard, but I'll live and she believed she would be fine and she treated this as a temporary sickness, she would be fine without belaboring it and acting as if she might die or the sky is falling. There are cancer patients with stage four cancer who know they are dying and they still say, I'm going to live, I'm going to fight. I think when you have a victim mentality and you expect the worst and you behave like the sky is falling in hysterics, it makes everyone around have a lot of fear and anxiety. That's how when Janelle handled COVID, not once did she complain or mention not wanting to die or not wanting to say goodbye to her kids. She's a really strong woman. She wasn't dramatic about it at all. She just sucked it up and she got better. Even if I felt like death and I had to go to the hospital, I would never tell the people I love, oh, I'm scared I might die. I would just say, no big deal. This sucks. Don't worry. They're going to check my lungs. I'll be home very soon. Don't worry. No matter how sick I felt or how scared I was, 
I would never even probably have the thought of I'm dying. I think a lot of getting through adversity is your mindset. What good does all the dramatics and the fear and the hysteria and the anxiety do other than unsettle everyone around you? If you put in your mind, this sucks, I'm dying, you will feel it. If you put in your mind, this is hard, it hurts, I'll live and recover, your body and your mind will feel that. Cody complains that they wouldn't let him go in with Robin in the hospital. And he is as blue as can be. It's one person at a time. So Cody wishes he admitted himself since he has COVID so that he could be with Robin. And he wonders, maybe I need a chest x-ray because his nights of sleep and his breathing sort of suck. But he knew they would just separate them. So he's going to see how Robin fares. Cody says if he felt worse, he would check himself in. But it seems like a busy hospital and like a waste for him to go in there and play sick when there are people who might be dying and Robin is passing out. So he will check in with her and see what's going on. So Cody's first inclination was to pretend he was sicker than he was to be admitted to be in there with Robin because then they would allow him in. And then he saw how busy the hospital was. So if it wasn't busy, he would do just that. He would pretend to be sicker than he was to be able to be with Robin. Grow the fuck up. I can't believe he even considered wasting hospital resources even for a second. I sincerely hope Robin didn't go to the hospital just to film a scene since she already had COVID anyways. I don't think so, but I mean, Cody lied about the Utah move when they had to move from Utah to Vegas. He even lied to his kids saying they would split up the family if they didn't move just to manipulate their emotions to get them on board with this sudden move that he did for a storyline. And he lied to viewers, so who knows? I don't think so, but I really wouldn't put anything past Cody. They keep playing this ominous violin music to drive home the drama. Where the fuck was the ominous violin music when Janelle and her boys got sick? Robin is in her hospital bed, struggling to speak with her mask on, really trying to get the audience to really feel for her suffering. Robin has been here at the hospital for six or seven hours waiting for a room. They're backed up and they don't have beds. They don't have beds, but Cody considered initially admitting himself just to be with Robin. That's how selfish he is. If Robin was that sick and she really wasn't breathing well enough, that it was a medical emergency, they would have immediately put Robin on a breathing machine if she was really near death or in the red zone. They're having her wait hours and hours because she isn't an emergency. Cody says he is sitting here waiting in the truck and there is nothing he can do. They wouldn't let Cody wait with Robin. So after a while, Cody called Robin and she sounded bad. Robin told Cody she was just sitting here wasting away. Robin says they did an EKG and they did a chest x-ray and they took urine and she is waiting to see the doctor. Cody thinks he was sitting there wondering if Robin was going to live. Uh, did he wonder if Gabe and Garrison and Janelle were going to live? The doctor came in and he said Robin's lungs sounded like COVID is in them, but she knew that already. Brianna worries because Robin could get worse or better, so they still worry about that. And she says it's scary. Robin says taking a breath to talk is a struggle. She can't get the oxygen in. It hurts to take deep breaths. Her x-rays look good, though. Her EKG looks good. So she should be okay to go home tonight. She isn't staying. I understand her COVID was bad and it hurts and it's hard to breathe. 
But if she really was on the brink of death or if she was in an emergent situation, they would have kept her overnight and had a breathing machine to help her if she needed it. I hope she did not waste a hospital bed or resources for filming purposes to really dramatize this for the show. Robin was so relieved when her test came back as yes, she has COVID and her lungs sound yucky, but she's okay. Aura says just because her mom was released, it doesn't mean she couldn't get worse. So Aurora was concerned and praying. Robin says slowly she got better and she thanks God that they're okay. Cody says when Robin got back from the hospital, she seemed a little bit better. Cody has gotten worse though. Cody can't focus or concentrate. Cody was struggling a lot more with his sleep than Robin was. Janelle has talked to Cody on the phone and he is in a really bad way mentally and emotionally. Cody says he has an element of anxiety that is blowing his mind. He isn't just in a brain fog, he feels stupid. Brianna says her dad is a super energetic, happy guy, but when he got COVID, he was really different because, and here she breaks down sobbing just like her mom does, and she says it sounded like Cody was getting really depressed. What about Gabe and how depressed he is about his dad not remembering the day he came into this world? The person who participated in creating him didn't remember the day he was born. These kids are crying about Cody and Cody's emotions and Cody's feelings and Cody's depression. But what about the depression and the suffering and the anxiety Cody causes the other wives and kids? Robin thinks that COVID is actually stripping away Cody's perpetual sunshine he has in life where he sees everything through these optimistic glasses. Maybe that's how Cody acts at Robin's house. He doesn't act that way with anyone else, anywhere else. Janelle says Cody has never suffered from low feelings. He has always been a very optimistic, very move forward, can do kind of person. So it worried Janelle a little bit because Cody was not that. He was anxious. He was emotional. Janelle was very worried about him. Cody treats Janelle like shit, and Janelle still worries about him. When Janelle and her boys got sick, how much did Cody worry? Was he there to tend to Janelle and her boys in the same way he tends to Robin and the kids? It has been three and a half weeks since Cody got COVID, and Cody thanks God that he is feeling better. He says he fought it and he beat it, but it kicked his ass and he lived, and he isn't running from it anymore. He doesn't want to social distance anymore. It's pissing him off. But he says he's glad he is out of this COVID thing just for being out of the anxiety. He remembers driving past Christine's house after he started feeling better. Christine had moved to Utah, but he stopped the truck and he got out and he changed out of the hoodie he was in into a jacket because the hoodie was choking him from driving past Christine's house and seeing someone else living there. It really bothered Cody. Cody spent a lot of time evaluating his family and his situation and how he has messed this up. He says at Fat Olives, he was having this conversation with Janelle. He was begging her to have a deeper relationship with him because he feels so rejected by her. And that got him thoughtful about how he isn't dealing well or dealing with Christine leaving and taking truly. He is experiencing grief because they will never go there again. When he had COVID, he looked at family pictures or at his phone, and he started realizing how much he didn't live. He saw family pictures and he started sobbing because he felt 
he was going to lose this. Cody asks, was it worth it? He says he has a division with his family and a divorce that happened, which COVID was a catalyst for. Cody wants to try and show how sensitive and vulnerable he is, how brokenhearted he is, how he wants sympathy. He wants people to feel sorry for him just because he is grieving. They want him to let him off the hook. I think it's utter bullshit and he can bitch and moan about Christine taking Truly, but he never saw Truly when she was around anyways. And they are so awkward around each other. When Cody could have put in the time to really establish a connection with Truly when she was around. He was only around sporadically and now he wants to act heartbroken. He had a million chances with Christine and he had a million chances to get to know Truly. And he took zero opportunity to get to know Truly or to fix his marriage. This is on Cody. I don't feel sorry for him. I feel bad for Janelle and Christine and his kids, especially Gabe Garrison and Isabel and Truly, who admitted her dad didn't really communicate much with her about the divorce. I don't feel bad for Cody, not one bit. He feels sorry for himself. I have yet to see him take accountability. And just because he feels sorry for himself, that doesn't mean that the world has two fucks to give. Cody has to remember his choices led him here. His behavior led him here. And when we watch him treat most of his family like shit, we're not going to feel sorry for him. He's the one who got himself in this situation. Robin says Cody was totally right. This was something they just didn't want to get. And Robin says there have been so many things they missed out on, and she now knows why. They are doing Halloween for Saul and Ari at Robin's house. Cody is still wiped out from COVID, but they will have something fun for Halloween. Cody is dressed as King Tut, and Robin is dressed up as Cleopatra. They decided to have Saul and Ari trick-or-treating at the four doors of their mansion. Cody says one of the big things he is aware of is that they will never be in these big family places where they have the whole bunch of them and he doesn't know if maybe something will happen in the future. Cody says it just seems like the family is going in different directions and it's actually very sad but he is thanking God every day that he is out of this COVID thing. Cody says he is a party pooper normally. He wouldn't dress up or do this kind of stuff. But Robin always wants to make sure the kids have an awesome time, so she did good here. Cody says it's a sad thing, but he is so grateful he is out of this. Next time on Sister Wives, the adults gather to talk. Robin says this last year and a half really shattered what she thought their family was. Cody says the sense he got is that they have failed. And Robin says they don't need to fail more. Janelle says she doesn't know what there is really to discuss, but she doesn't want a Christine bashing fest, which is what these conversations sometimes turn into. Janelle tells Cody and Robin that she doesn't feel like her children are welcome. And Robin asks, when have they not felt welcome? As if it's news to her. Cody thinks that Janelle has pitted him against the boys. That's what he says in confessional. Janelle hasn't pitted Cody against the boys. The boys saw Cody's toxicity, they saw his manipulation, they saw his control and abusive behavior, and they saw it hurting their moms and their siblings, and it hurt them, and they had enough, and they keep distance from Cody. Janelle didn't do anything. She did not pit the boys against Cody. This is Cody wanting to deflect and blame anyone but himself for the shit relationships he has with his kids. Boys are grown, intelligent men with minds of their own to decide if they want their dad in their lives 
when he behaves in this way. They see how Robin and her kids get treated differently than the other kids and wives in the family. They see how Cody is more invested at Robin's house. They see how Robin lives off of the blood, sweat, and tears of their moms and how Robin talks shit about them while she cries wolf about not being accepted. They see how Robin lies and how she manipulates and how she accuses them of bullying her when she is the one throwing mad disrespect everywhere. They see how Robin influences their dad and they aren't down to participate in Cody's fuckery and in this dynamic. They had enough. Janelle didn't do shit and it's an insult to Janelle and to his kids for Cody to pin his bad relationships with his sons on Janelle. This is about Cody and his choices alone and his neglect. This is not on Janelle at all. This is on Cody alone. Maybe Cody's sons don't like how their dad doesn't take accountability. Maybe they have a problem with that and how their dad treats their moms. Just a thought. Cody tells Mary and Robin that they're going to have to weigh in on this. He seems frustrated that they aren't having his back in the way he wants them to in this conversation. He says he isn't going to shoulder this whole damn thing. Mary and Robin look pissed. In confessional, Janelle says, Now Cody is looking for reinforcement from Robin and Mary. Janelle is pissed. Cody gets pissed and he stands up and he says, you know what? Everybody put this shit on me. And he's playing victim as usual. He's being overdramatic like the prima donna he is. And Janelle says, this is the same old, same old. Cody growls and he slams his hand, gesturing in frustration. He says he cannot believe this. And Janelle gets up and she walks away. She's leaving. As Cody asks her, Would you ever have any empathy for me? He is such a fucking victim. Holy fuck. Grow some balls. Get help. Handle yourself. Would you ever have empathy for me? Does he have empathy for hurting Gabe deeply like that on his birthday? This man is a fucking joke. He's so selfish. And as Janelle is leaving, he tells Janelle, when you're in pain, I try to understand you. Cody tells Janelle it's a really bad idea for her to walk off on this one. What a condescending little shit. Is he threatening her, like warning her that now she's in real trouble if she walks away? It's interesting. Cody can sit in the cold around the fire pit for this, but he couldn't sit out in the cold for Isabel when she went back to school senior year and he could have seen her outside socially distanced. That was too inconvenient for him. It was too cold for him then. For him to see his daughter. One thing I can't get over is how Cody always is asking his wives to adapt and change for him so that he is willing to invest in his marriages. Janelle has to be more like Robin, 100% loyal. He expects that. But no one ever asks what Cody is going to do to adapt and change himself to make the marriages work for them, for his wives that he neglects. That does it for this episode. Please like, sub, and let me know your thoughts in the comments section if you like. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Bye.